3: Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update.
4: Please follow us on Facebook and subscribe via iTunes.
5: Audio Hub Preview.
3: Nothing ruins a perfectly good grocery haul like surprise fees. That's why Kroger has free pickup so you can get what you need and none of the extra charges you don't. Simply head to the Kroger app and start your cart. And enjoy the perks of picking up groceries and household items without hidden fees. Now, the only surprise will just be how amazing that new flavor of ice cream tastes. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability
0: Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.
6: Hey, y'all. It's your favorite aunties and gunkles spilling all the tea in these internet streets. Welcome to Auntie's and Gunkle.
7: Why is she saying like that? Welcome to American Airlines.
6: <laughs> you
1: know she's a
7: professional one.
6: Yes, my, my you know. posture today, so I have to put on my white voice.
8: Welcome. Hey, lady. Don't get too amped up.
6: <laughs> and I'm on all the drugs, so I'm giving full disclosure. I have yeah, all the good stuff in my system to deal with my pain, so I am not responsible
9: for what flies out my mouth today.
7: Mahogany, please. And- uh, let not the folks too. know why you got a uh, a pool inflatable around your neck. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: well, no, your auntie was having a little too much fun and pinched a nerve in the back of her neck. And yes, use your imagination on the fun. Okay, and so was- you
7: know, you know what? I'm going to call you out because yesterday uh, my <laughs> was talking about something. I'm going to put it down on my husband for Easter. Now she got a neck problem.
10: I'm just putting mm-hmm. two and two together.
7: Just putting two uh-huh. and two.
10: It's four. <laughs> Just use your imagination.
6: Just use and your two
8: mind. and two equal a neck inflatable.
6: <laughs> oh, Lord. Lord. Wait a minute. And I had to borrow my mom's, this is my mom's neck inflatable. So, of course, me and my husband show up to pick it up. And she's like, and how
7: did this happen? <laughs> oh, wait. <my>, uh <laughs> My you know, question my- is why? Why does Mom have an inflatable neck thing on hand? He <laughs>
6: got it from a car accident, so hers
7: was. Become, I knew she had stories. Exactly the story.
6: supplies, but that was not my excuse for why I needed it. You know.
7: <laughs> well, I hope you like, start to feel a little bit, a bit better with that pinch neck, uh, Toya. I think she did it
8: from her. I'm jacked up too. Listen, so I threw an impromptu barbecue yesterday. Hey, and didn't realize okay. that. My ass is old. (laughs) You know, I'm about to be 45 this year. Right. My ass is old. I can't do the stuff like I used to do. I can't jump up, run to Walmart, come home, clean, cook, and then function the next day. I just can't do it. I'm old. I am old.
6: I feel you. Well, I, I was explaining to JB that and uh, Carlos are resident youngins. That once you turn forty, your check engine light come on, and all of a sudden, mm. stuff that was working just fine start to act up for no reason. <laughs> See, I,
7: I am an electric vehicle. I have no engine. Okay. But
8: okay. <laughs> mm. Okay. Famous last me. words. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm
11: alive. My birthday was on Thursday, so I drank a little too much. Happy
8: birthday! Happy birthday! Why didn't you say nothing Thank to you. us in the group chat?
7: Happy birthday oh. to you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to
12: you! Happy
7: birthday! Happy birthday!
8: <laughs> you can't, you couldn't see me, JB, but I was really like twerking real hard, I'm twerking Ooh, for you. In my in my chair, in my chair. Yeah.
6: <laughs> yes, backing it up for Auntie JB for sure, for yeah. sure. Happy birthday,
11: JB! Little, thank you. I drank a little too much, and now my body still hurts
6: <laughs> like before. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I ran into an old friend that I used to hang out and party with 20 something years ago, moved to Vegas and reached out via Facebook. So we've been talking about old times. And uh, one of the things we talked about is uh, the drinks we used to drink when we were 19, 20, 21 and 22 versus now. Because, you know, our palate has, you know, a more yeah. a taste and a uh, child, you know, hold your pearls. But I talked about, y'all remember when we used to drink Palmasan and Mad Dog 4040? I mean, 2020 and uh and, uh, and Jerk, aka <laughs> what,
8: I was ooh. like, 4040? What in the hell is a dog like, Mad Dog 4040?
6: Mad Dog 2020.
8: I was like, oh, she from the hood hood. <laughs> Look,
6: back in the, don't do me. I'm refined now. I'm saved and sanctified. But back in the day, we used to drink that stuff. You couldn't pay me. Brass monkey he used to drink it. Oh, uh, you couldn't pay
7: me now to do uh, no. So. so, Carlos, how was your day today? My day was pretty good. I had a white woman like get on a run, go on a runaway horse, and people on TikTok. You all just know the regular daggler. So, uh, I'm on a fuck you and fuck life uh, type of mood. So, I'm excited for this show. Oh shit!
6: Oh, Lord Jesus! People <laughs> going to get dragged there's been so much happening in, in like you know we try to you know curate the stories for you know you you listeners because you know we want to you know keep you informed stay up to date and then of course entertain you um, but god there's been so much stuff in the, the the news so Carlos what's the first story that we're starting with
7: so we're oh, 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 actually shit um I it the first <laughs> story I can edit this out shit this is why I like editing uh, are we doing the we see you thing
6: you want to start
8: you. with "We See You" in the middle. We want
7: to do the first story. Are we going to do "We See" you in the middle.
8: Yeah, we should probably do the you. Okay, well,
7: okay, to clip. We should probably do "We See You" in the end. Okay. okay oh, yeah. Right. Like okay. So the first leave okay, on the so positive notes. What story that we got first? So I'll just I'll edit all this out and then I'll act like we didn't have okay. this conversation. Um. Let's see. What was the first story? No, oh, that's the lawyer and wrong thing once it-
6: And are we talking about Lizzo and her booty? I know that wasn't on the list, but I think we should talk about Lizzo and her booty.
7: Yeah. Okay, the first thing I got is. So I came across this book. Is this the Mad and bougie? All right. Yeah. Cool. So Wrong.
8: That's... What's happening with Lizzo and her bougie? I want to know who the author is. She had yes. it out when she I went on a plane, and the, the, the internet was crazy. That.
13: So that,
7: right. there's there's but a yeah, crazy. book. Yeah, so I oh, okay. So the first story is about the right. white woman, white, right, and bad and bougie. Okay, cool. Yes. All right. So I uh, What story we got? Okay, one, two. So I came across this book. Oop shit! I don't want it in. I don't want on, t- on Twitter. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Edit that out too. <laughs> yeah, mahogany. Uh, the first story that we have is actually this white bitch going crazy. Uh, she she just really, I, you know, I'm just gonna I'm just going I'm just gonna play it. I'm just gonna play it because if they if white folks, especially white women, if they got one thing, it's audacity.
12: So I came across yes, this I book do. on Twitter all right cool wrong you want to know who the author is who this jennifer buck is anyways if you want to read an actually good book about trap feminism written by the person who coined the term trap feminism read bad fat black girl by cecily bowen and also relatedly go read hood feminism by mickey kendall
7: so I. Can- Boom. So she gave us some suggestions that we could read. How do y'all feel about this white woman writing this book?
11: I am tired of these white women because this is not their first offense. There's another who used to steal from black women on Twitter, and then wrote a whole dissertation. And she even went to somehow steady black people in the particular neighborhood, and she almost got someone killed. She became their roommates. It was a whole mess. And because of that writing that she did, she got a whole PhD when she didn't deserve it because she was basically um, preying on a group of people and stealing from people. Like, she, quite mediocrity just is allowed to succeed. The fact that she was able to get a PhD and get away with so much nonsense. But suddenly she's gone underground and I don't know where she is. Now, this particular woman, bad and bougie, it also looks like something where She basically observed black feminists on Twitter, black feminists on social media, and decided that she will write something about our theories instead of just observing like the guest she is, where people have already written. People like uh, Miss Kendall have written books like Hood Feminism. Read that. Use that in your work. Why do you have to co-opt our stuff and write something new? Like,
8: are you sick? And that's the thing, like you watch it just go across the spectrum, like even on like, you know, these TikTok streets where you have these people who, you know, create black creators who create dances and they might get like 5,000 views and then a white person does, you know, the dance for less, you know, is fluent or however, you know, however they do it. And they get, you know, six million views. You know, you have, you know, these quote unquote white allies who, you know, have never been in the trenches, but they take what we say about, you know, our life, our culture, our struggles, and and we speak on it, and nothing gets done. And then they speak on it, and it's like a huge call to action, and it's just ridiculous. It's just absolutely ridiculous.
6: This isn't even the first time this has happened, first, second, or third, right? And so, what pisses me off is, you know, anybody who works in media or is trying to runs a business and is trying to attract attention understands that any attention is good in uh, attention for your business, period. So, even if it's negative reviews, you're still getting your name out there and people still have the curiosity they can bring attention to you. So, when I see shit like this, right? At some point, she's probably going to change the name of the book, but her name is out there. Her picture, her face is out there. She's an author. She's getting attention. And that is going to increase all of the algorithms. This is no different than if you guys remember a few years back on Facebook. And I know some of our listeners may be young, like we didn't use Facebook. But for a long time, there was this wonderful Facebook page that was making incredible food and incredible drinks. And the page was called Thug Kitchen. And look, the lavender lemonade I personally made from Thug Kitchen and Thug Kitchen was like building this incredible audience so that they could release their book. And when they fucking released their book, we saw the lily white, blonde hair, blue eyed. Well, one of them's brown hair, brown eyed authors. A thug kitchen. How are you a thug? How are you writing all this gangster words and gangster verbiage? Same thing with this bad and bougie author. How are you writing our language, A-A-V-E, and speaking to our problems and truths when you are not in our community? You do not represent us and you have no fucking idea what it's like to be a black person in America to be able to speak on it in either case. But they do it because they know that they will get the intention because black culture is American culture and it is the leading, you know, attraction for everybody, black, white, or in, in any race they use us. And then they pop out and be like, I'm white. And then they switch everything over. We see it in actors. They just called out what's her name. Um, she, her name is like a soda. Um, the Asian actor because she would do Aquafina. Aquafina, thank you. Water. Sorry. So Aquafina, she made a name for herself utilizing AAV language and utilizing, you know, the mannerisms and the tone of a, you know, a, a, a sassy black woman. And once she made it, she switched completely. And now that's not her vernacular. Now that's not her tone. That's not her cadence, her mm-hmm. presence. We are sick and tired of people. That are not black utilizing black culture to get their name and their presence out there and attract media just so that they can make it and have nothing to do with our culture.
7: Stop using us. I have to say something, and <clears throat> y'all probably gonna be upset, but as a person who's written a book, and I know, and I read my own personal memoir, so it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of like somebody writing about false care and will have no motherfucking experience in, in false care. <laughs> how can first of all i want to i want people to say this is not something that i feel that was done vindictively um personally i don't think that she like I think that she was probably uneducated of why to write this book but there's a couple things that we don't know as uh, people on the outside we don't know if it was if there was a ghost writer a lot of times authors use ghost writers and sometimes they don't actually even will say like it's ghost written by they just purchase the rights of the book fully um, and the ghost writer kind of gets no rights of it but they got a bigger paycheck and a settlement uh, or like a payout depending on how they negotiated it so we have to remember maybe maybe she had a black ghost writer maybe she she reached out uh, maybe her editor was black now does this mean that the people who was she surrounded herself with does that mean that she has all of the education no um, I will also say that for as a writer for years and years and years we have known people especially women to ghost write and go under a pen, a pen like a writer's name or a pen's name and you know I, I would have had a problem if she would have If she would have used a a a um, like a writer's name that was like quote unquote black, and then we find out oh it's a white woman. Um, At the end of the day, y'all need to do y'all motherfucking research. So if I'm gonna buy a book called Bad and Bougie, I'm gonna do some research on who the fucking author is. Turn the book around, Mm -hmm. okay? Google. Should she be writing this book? No, because she has no lived experience. But. People like the way that they trying to cancel this poor white woman. I'm just like, you know, like, yeah. was it anything racist in the book or like, did you, have y'all read the book? Cause maybe the, just because it was written by a white person doesn't mean that it's, it's all bad. Like maybe there's some good shit in the book. I don't know. I haven't read it, but I just feel like, and then niggas, how about niggas? How about y'all start writing more books? Okay. I need to see more black authors. So. You not need to get on Black Author TikTok. They are everywhere. Black I am everywhere. on Black Author TikTok. Exactly. It, it's like, exactly. okay, I'll say
8: that And yeah. everywhere. I see in a this, lot of Black the authors. Lady, Oh, go ahead, go ahead. In the video, she gave us two like books that yep. were, you know, that were like this by African-American people. And I think the problem is, is the aesthetics of the book. Yeah. Because if you're looking at it right now, yeah. Right. At first glance, you would not think that Jennifer M. Buck was, you know, a white woman. If you look at the aesthetics of the book, I mean, she got, she, you know, she didn't go with a, you know, uh, a passing, you know, black woman, you know what I mean? She went with yeah, a dark skin, you know, 4C hair
6: girl with an afro like CD4, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, any black, and I'm black, y'all. That's what she picked. And so people, I realize we should be doing our due diligence, flipping it over, looking at the author picture and the author description. Yes, but a lot of people order audiobooks. A lot of people, you know, get downloadable books onto their Kindle or to their iPhone or what have you. And so they look at the description, they look at it's It's quoting AAVE, and, it, and it, it has a beautiful black woman on the color cover so they are you know intrigued you know by the marketing to to get the book it is very like go to google not google amazon and look at the description of the book it is very tailored to black people it is a deceptive practice to do all of that to attract black people and to not have been an author there are plenty of authors who write about a black experience plenty but the way they do is fully in their understanding that they have a privilege they are coming from a place of whiteness and they are writing to support our community, understanding their privilege. And when you do that, we honor you. There are plenty of books that are out there that talk about, you know, what happens to black people and the disparities that are written by white people that I would recommend and say, this is a good book for you to read. This chick is using practices, whether it's her or her publishing company, they are intentionally targeting, targeting people of color, women in particular, women of color, black women, and it's not written by a Black author. And they know a lot yeah. of people will miss that, will skip it and buy it because it'll download into Audible so they won't see her face. It'll download into their Kindle so they won't see her face. Yeah.
11: Which is why people went to do the research to let people know about it because the book yeah. just came out. Also, she stole the whole trapped feminism thing from a Black woman. Her name is Sally Bowen. Yes. She wrote Bad Fat Black Girl.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
11: So people, people should go and check that out. And another thing is what happens with these type of books is they are able to use these type of works to get jobs in academia where they are in positions of power in departments that are geared towards things like African-American studies. Yeah. Um, stuff like that, exactly. And then they keep getting these jobs that Black people are supposed to get. But because when Black people write from their own... Um, experiences and research that they've done in their own communities for some weird reason is not respected until a white person goes to do that research or steal our work. Then suddenly they become an, an authority on it. So I follow a few people who are in academia who are black on Twitter and they were livid because they were like, this is what keeps happening. And then they keep getting these PhD slots, these um, uh, professorship positions these teaching positions, that should actually go to Black American students who have done the work, but they always end up getting these jobs and the Black people who have actually done the work do not get the opportunities. So it, it's it seems to have been a recurring problem in academia for Black people, which is why people were upset. And she's not the first one to have done that. The first, the lady that I was also talking about, her name is Alice Goffman. She ended up getting a PhD on work that she's stolen. She stole work from uh, Black, black women feminists mm-hmm. on Twitter. And when questioned about it, she was like, no, she came up with this. What, 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 what? Like, they keep doing stuff like that. This is like Rachel Dolezal all over again.
6: Yeah.
11: Right. Yeah. Yeah, which is why everyone is frustrated.
6: Yeah. And to be clear, we are not saying don't, don't be a white person to write about Black experiences. If that's what you want to do, go for what you know. We believe in equal opportunity. We believe in that. But be transparent. This was not transparent. This is marketing specifically targeted towards us. So be transparent about your shit. Do your own work and don't steal it from other Black women. Do your own research. Create your own content and publish that and see if it gets, you know, the play that it deserves.
8: They gave her a $10,000 grant. Yep.
7: To support the book's research. That's what she said she's looking for a $10,000 grant. Never no, no, gave her. Stop. They yeah, gave her. Yo, you yeah. yeah, ain't nobody 16, giving me no 000. money. I'm all my books exactly. in my pocket. I need a ten thousand exactly. dollars grant to look into the research of foster care.
11: <laughs> that is the problem. That's the thing. So there'll be black students who've done the work, black PhDs, and all of that. People like you, you've done the work, uh-huh. and you would apply, and you won't get it. Then these people come and co-opt our shit. They will apply and get it, and that's the reason we are all I'm all, I'm upset, and that's the reason most people are upset, and that's why I'm like stay in your lane, yeah, don't stay in your lane. Yeah, me me in particular I'm saying don't write shit about black people. There's enough black authors that will be able to write about us and write and do exactly. the correct yeah. job if they are given the same kind of support. Unfortunately, you know the gatekeepers and how it works, but then they are still trying out here because we already have two books like that. We already have the one by Cecily Brown, uh, Bowen. And then we have the one by uh, Mindy Kendall. I hope I mentioned her name correctly. <laughs> she wrote Hook Feminism.
8: Right. And listen, so the publisher now, which is an oregon, it's a, um, Oregon-based it's oregon company that focuses on theological, um, biblical history and philosophy studies, announced that it would pull um, the book off the you know, shelf. But they does, won't. They they refuse to. They haven't. Well, I'm not going to say they they refuse to. They haven't issued any reasoning for pulling it. So, I would suspect mm. this. You know, due to the backlash because people are like very upset. Saying that it basically is a ripoff. That is, um, you know, that um, the controversy in it is that. Where people are so upset is that it's the people that she chose to um, basically focus her research on. Like she went in, like she went to find um, you know a um, how can I say it? Mm-hmm. She, she went to go find stereotypical you know things that they people that they consider ghetto to do her
6: research right it's no different than aquafina impersonating the persona of a black woman it's no different than the authors who wrote the kitchen but they they found up changing the name of the book and republishing it but they already had a massive following at that point they were getting endorsed by freaking uh what's her name um Gwyneth Paltrow was, I love Thug Kitchen. Everybody was loving Thug Kitchen and you never saw their face. You just heard, you just saw the words and the recipe for how to make all of these, these dishes. Some were Southern, you know, soul food dishes and then others were just like, you know, inventive takes on different foods. It's no different than that. They steal from our culture. They mimic our culture. And then they try to sell Mm-hmm. based on that because they know they won't move as much volume if they sold based on who they were and everything was you are and sell your shit stop using us
8: so you can look if you want to like read a full article on everything from you know the beginning to the end of this controversy um i'm looking on the cut.com mm-hmm. and um it's under the backlash and to her defense, she said that all the women that she um, who women running the trap with the research team of primary black women who were well paid so you know, she says she paid
7: so, fuck white people (laughs) fuck (laughs) white people and the fucking (laughs) vagina they fell out of, I'm tired, I'm tired, y'all keep going back on edge, fuck them fuck them stop them
6: And we, we have to take some accountability as well because I'm sorry you are a black woman you know in the hood getting getting interviewed by a white woman you ask the question what are you interviewing me for oh I'm writing this book you know to you talk about the experiences I, that's mm-hmm. when you pause you know and say
8: You, yeah, you but know, you know what? what see that's predatory because she went mm-hmm. to There's the hood. Predatory you to, get me yeah. and so like you think about it. You know, you we all got those cousins and aunties and friends and, you know, if, shit, my daughters. Like, I, I don't know if, if somebody was like, hey, can I ask you a couple questions? You're going to $500 if they would, like, reach, you know, deep into themselves to see why that's are you asking right. me these questions? Where are these questions going to go? That's not predatory practice type bullshit. Preach. No. Preach. No, no, that's not cool.
6: We have to get right to protect ourselves as well. So that's why I'm saying we can't, you know, um, we can't ignore our role in this as the people who, who who participated and didn't ask more questions and didn't try to, you know, put a stop to it. We need to protect our community as well. So people stop stealing us because we are a resource and commodity that they have consistently used. Mm-hmm. Consistently. consistently and they are still using it today. We have to control that. We have to
7: stop that. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What oh, the, how they put this what's, what's the next thing that we were going to talk about?
8: Uh, oh, so the next thing is the most diabolical th- I've seen in a long time, white whore, and I'm just going to say it like that, In I am so livid about this next story that we're about to watch. Um, Carlos, you might as well roll that beautiful bean footage.
14: Gotcha. Of course it was a white woman. Everybody meet Dana Banks. Now let me tell you how Dana Banks took advantage of the pain of a black mother who lost her son and then scammed her. This is Miss Jackie Johnson. Miss Jackie Johnson is the mother of Kendrick Johnson. I'm sure you've heard the story of Kendrick Johnson. He was the teenager that was found rolled up in a gym mat in his school, obviously and apparently murdered. But no one has ever been held responsible because the police, the medical examiner and everybody involved colluded to cover up his death. Which wouldn't have happened if he was a white teen, but I digress. For nine years, there's been no justice for Kendrick's murder. And his mother, Miss Jackie Johnson, and his father, Mr. Kenneth Johnson, have worked tirelessly since his murder to demand accountability for their son. They've never quit. And then one day, Dana Banks messaged Miss Jackie Johnson on Facebook and said that she would like to hold a rally in support of Kendrick Johnson demanding accountability at the Capitol in Washington, D.C. She told Miss Johnson, don't worry about it. She'll take care of transportation and hotels and putting the rally together. You just show up. We want to support you and your family. Miss Johnson agreed, and they set a date for the rally, which was last week, April 11th. And all the other mothers in Georgia who all support Miss Jackie Johnson, these are mothers who have also lost their kids to either gun violence or police terrorism. They decided they were going to travel up with Miss Johnson and support her and stand in solidarity with her. So Dana got a big charter bus to bring all the families up to D.C. And she reserved hotel rooms in the Marriott for all the families. The bus picked everybody up in Atlanta on the day of the rally. They came up to the rally here in D.C. Here's Miss Johnson and all the mothers. Just a lot of support. But Miss Johnson was not very happy. First of all, the rally was in a muddy field. She didn't like that. Dana had not advertised this to anybody, so there was really nobody there aside from who Miss Johnson brought. And this is where things get real ugly. After the rally, when Miss Johnson and all the other mothers got back to the hotel, they found out that the hotel rooms were reserved, but not paid for. They tried to call Dana, who did not answer her phone. In fact, her phone was off and she was a ghost. So Miss Johnson had to come out of pocket almost $4,000 for hotel rooms for all these mothers that were already there with her. And then they couldn't get back to Georgia because the bus hadn't been paid for. So to get everybody back, Miss Johnson had to pay for the bus. So $12,000 came out of Miss Johnson's pocket for a rally that Dana was supposed to put together. Now, Dana has various fundraisers just like this, where she was raising money on the name of Kendrick Johnson for this rally, thanking people on Facebook for their heartfelt donation. But she's been a ghost since the day of the rally. None of that money went towards the rally or to Miss Johnson. So Miss Johnson's out $12,000, and Dana got money and clout off her son's name. This is Miss Johnson's cash app. Internet, do your thing. Of course, it was a white woman. Every-
4: All right, how did y'all think about that?
8: Oh Jesus, she's fucking evil. He, absolutely. Absolutely.
6: And what's so frustrating about this case is number number one, white people in this city are colluding to prevent the mom, Miss Johnson, from receiving justice. So let's start there. That's we should have been pissed off of that for the last nine years. But when she goes to hold a fucking rally, they literally This woman scams her and takes the money and is nowhere to be found and isn't answering questions. And the internet is ha- trying to hunt her down and nobody can find her. And Ms. Johnson then dropped twelve thousand dollars of her own money for a rally for her son that never happened because this woman lied. When we find her, we need to whoop her ass.
8: Let me tell you, I've been watching this story. Yep, yeah. I've been wa- I've, I followed the mother on her social media platforms from the day that it happened mm-hmm. and. You know, as a mom, right? And almost losing my daughter one time. She got really sick and she was on life support. That is a hell Mm -hmm. that I could not even imagine walking through. Okay. Um, so for this mother, for if and and, and for her not to be getting justice, you know, how does your son get rolled up in a mat at school, get killed? All this stuff, you know, there was all these like, you know, people involved, like two boys and her father was, you know, high ranking in the FBI, supposedly and allegedly and all that good shit. Um, but she, she's never gotten justice, right? So she's desperate, you know, and she's been desperate for nine years. I think this boy's body has been in Zoom three times, if I'm not mistaken. Um, she has literally fought. Tooth and nail to get some t- uh, even a small amount of justice for her baby. Mm-hmm. And for somebody to reach out. And so, up, 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 leading up to this, right? I have been watching, you know, everything, you know, her getting ready to go to this march, right? She was so excited because this was the first time, really, that her baby would be on a national stage, you know, in yeah. Washington, right? So the rally comes, it goes. And, you know, I'm like, well, I didn't hear nothing. You know, nothing really, you know, happened like when you see like with Trayvon Martin and, and, you know, Mike Brown and a couple other people. Right. So I go on to her. She's having a live and you could tell that this woman has been like she looked just dehydrated because she had just been crying and she was just wrung out. So on a live, she says that this lady you know, promise, you know, like said, listen, we got all of these, you know, all these people, you know, thousands of people come in and, you know, I've been working with um, groups where, you know, it's, it's not only, you know, little black, um, kids, but also vibrational kids, and y'all, y'all, it is. So she says, "Okay, well, you know, what do you need me to take care of?" And she says, "Oh, I don't need to take any. Of course, it wasn't anything. I'm going to, you know, I had the rooms paid for. I have, you know, this beautiful banner. Um, oh, yep. Yeah. that's going to be, you know, displayed. Um, the mom, Miss Johnson, said, hey, do you want me to bring, you know, some of these cards so you know we can, you know, pass these out.'" She said, oh, no, 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 we got them taken care of. She said, well, thank God that I brought them because when they got there, the only people that showed up were like maybe 10 people with this Dana Banks and the people that she brought with her, right? She said that she took the band, like she had this banner and it was like duct tape onto like something and it kept falling down and they were in this money field. The microphones wouldn't work. Um, there was like there was a bullhorn. Then she got up there and this Dana Banks lady got up there and she started talking about, you know, um her um her experience with um racial injustice and you know, never really even mentioned this baby's name. And she just cried and cried and cried and 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 you know, was trying to say prayers and in between the prayers she was cussing and just going crazy. And then, so, uh, you know, they're not satisfied with the, you know, whole outcome of the rally, right? So they go to the hotel rooms. The hotel's like, "Um, ma'am, these are not confirmations to nobody, not our hotel, but nobody's hotel. She gives a fake confirmation. So they're calling her, calling her, can't find her. So she says, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and pay for this. Then she says, you know, I had to scrape up money that I used that I could have used for private investigators and you know, things that I'm because I refuse to let my baby just have died in vain. They go to go home the next day and they can't get on a goddamn bus. Right. Oh my God. When I tell you live it, disgusted. Oh my God, horrible. Just horrible.
7: like i said in the last story fuck white women in the vagina they came out of that's all i have to say from infinity to infinity just like they say i love a black woman from infinity to infinity fuck white women from infinity to infinity infinity
8: and beyond yes
6: what i don't understand about this is how she thought she could do it right right? Like I have been a project manager. I have been a planner, right? I have planned small events. I have planned $250,000 events. You know, I have done project installations upwards of $750 million. Like I understand project management. It takes a whole team. It takes work. And every time this Johnson reached out to her to find out, what about this? What about that? That lady said, oh, I got it. Oh, I got it. She didn't have shit. She was completely unqualified to do this work. Yet she was leading the charge like she could do it. And you got a half ass rally that didn't happen. I, in my opinion, that's not a rally. My 15 people plus your 10 is not a rally. We expected people. it was supposed to be equivalent to the march on Washington. It was supposed to have that feeling for justice. For this boy who who was murdered and has has not received justice. And instead it was a, you know, a rally of 25 people who got to hear this white woman speak on her alleged experience. She did this for herself. It was so selfish. This was about her. It wasn't about him. This was about her. And it was a piss poor job at that. She didn't even do her own self justice in the, the rally. She put together a piss poor rally and lied, and cheated, and stole from this Black um, woman.
8: From, from what I hear now is, you know, the police and stuff are looking for it, but you know how that goes with those ones, you know, they never really mm-hmm. get held accountable for anything for real well we just have
6: to keep the pressure on because this story and the reason the police are looking for is because they don't want the heat because everybody is calling up like all the different tiktoks they're telling you to call different people call the mayor call the governor call the head of the police department call all these people because they want her found and held accountable you know we don't even truly understand how much money she raised for this kid that's the other thing toya right right? it's because of how GoFundMe she had, and some of it was if you want to cash out me, you can cash out. And You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people prefer cash out because it don't allow the government to be all in your business. So we don't even know how much money she raised and kept for herself. Right. The video you played said something like $8,800, but we don't know the true dollar amount because of all the different ways she was fundraising to make this happen. And she walked away with the money. Walked away with the money. And we don't, hate. let me be clear, we don't hate white people. You know, as as a collect, you know, there are individual white people who are wonderful. There are individual white people who are absolute allies and accomplices in, you know, breaking down the white patriarchal systems. We understand that. And that's why, as black people, we will when they present themselves as such, we will partner with them. When we say we hate white people, we are talking about this specific type of white person who is a liar, stealer, thief, a, you know, A Columbus and shit that doesn't, you know, doesn't belong to them. That is what we have a problem with. And it happens all the fucking time. They do it all the time. There was no reason for her to steal from this woman. There was no reason for her to use this baby's name in vain. There was no reason for her to lie and pretend and do this type of rally, you know, or try to put together this type of rally when she was inexperienced and and ill-equipped to be able to do so. But white people think they can do all things, and when that happens, you get shit like this.
11: Like it's not that difficult to leave people alone. But no, <laughs> you had you you just had to find this woman, prey on her, and take advantage exactly. of the situation where she's been fighting for justice for a kid for about nine years now. And now you've come to add to it. It's like, oh, she's already going through hell. Let me just add more to it to get some money for myself. It's not like it's going to do much.
8: Exactly. And just, good like, and just to speak to what you said, Mecca, we 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 on I can't remember what show it was, but we um, we spotlighted the black lady who scammed the family of that 14-year-old boy who fell off of that, you know, um yeah. rat in Orlando. Yeah. So turnabout is fair play. You get me? Scamming is just wrong when somebody it, scamming is wrong period but when somebody's child dies mm. you know it's it's especially heinous and just raggedy as hell and as Carlo
7: said fuck white women in the vaginas that they came out fuck a white woman from infinity i need to make t-shirts fuck a white woman <laughs> from infinity to infinity like to infinity. Yeah. this yeah. bullshit must stop <laughs> It, it gotta to. stop. It gotta stop. Well, we have a new segment of the show that I think Mecca is going to introduce for us or Mahogany is going to introduce for us. Uh, take it away, Mahogany. Hey, y'all. So we have a new segment called Hey Sis,
6: where we see people around these internet streets, these TikTok streets, who are really doing something positive for the community or, you know, for Black people. And we want to just take them and spotlight them. So my pick for the week is Alicia, aka The Luncheon Lawyer. If you have not seen or heard her videos, you have not gotten your life together. Carlos, go ahead and run the clip, and I'll talk about it on the flip side.
7: Gotcha. Gotcha. Ooh, which one on the internet it doesn't show you which one's pinned so i'm just gonna play the first one with kermit the frog got it because it doesn't show you which one was pinned or not so i'm just gonna play that
8: one virtual question if your man if you're dating a man and they, you find out they're cheating on you they broke your trust like that's fucking that's huge in my opinion finding out your man is bisexual I, how does that change i don't understand how that would like my answer is definitely i would rather find out that my man is bisexual i can't imagine I don't get why the question, why is it controversial? Why is the answer not, huh? Why is this a controversial question? If your man, if you're dating a man and you find out they're cheating on
7: you, they broke. What do you got to say about the
6: lunch and I love her. I love her to pieces. So she she technically her professional cred is that she's a criminal defense and immigration lawyer. Right. So she's in the streets fighting for black people, brown people, you know, you know, all the time. Criminal defense. I love it. Sometimes her criminals do crazy stuff. One of my favorite videos that she has is, you know, one of her criminals was. Uh, or not criminal, sorry, clients Her <laughs> client was running was, uh, you know, had like drugs in his car. I was driving down the street with a broken tail light going 70 miles an hour and a 45. And she was like, bruh, you can't be break, you know, committing crimes. Why are you committing crimes? That's like a cardinal rule. And so you get so much entertainment from her, but you also get really, really good lessons. She talks about the politics that are happening in this country. And she gives you like an AAV street hood, you know, explanation, definition of what's Going on. She also breaks down for you when something happens to a person of color, what the legality is. So if you just, you know, just listen to her channel and get your news from her, not only do we hear what's going on in our community, but you will learn some valuable lessons about how to protect yourself, how to protect your family, and how to understand what's going on so that if you need to show up to the ballot and vote, or you need to make a phone call and call your congressman, you know what for. So I just love Alicia. She is hysterical. She is a beautiful Black sister who is in these streets, not only defending our. Our people but making sure that we get educated on the side so that is my hey sis we see you for the week
10: okay okay the luncheon
7: lawyer okay she's cute too she cute too she got i love it i love it <laughs> well watch out every week we're gonna do another we see you um and not may, may not necessarily well probably will be a black woman because i love black women but sometimes it will be black men I, I I would hate today to see a white woman saying, I see you, bitch. Uh <laughs> oh, <I will. laughs> I will throw her on. on she
4: a special white black woman we
1: gonna do it. She gotta be super
7: special or she ain't
6: right, on here. <laughs> she
7: gotta be super special. Well, we got one more story for the show. Well, actually two more stories. I actually I'm gonna cite this one in because mahogany talked about it. Uh Lizzo, I love you, love. You know I love you. From affinity to infinity. But what I don't love is seeing all of like I have no problem with big girls. Shout out for the big girls. I have no. Hey, I have no hey, hey! I even love ass. I'm a gay man. I like to eat ass. I like to. Yes. Yeah. I like to. Hallelujah!
4: Hallelujah!
7: The the muskier the better for me. Hey. But <laughs> what I don't like to see is just ass at an airport. Um. <laughs> I it, and this is not fat shaming like I think you have an amazing ass it could have been a skinny bitch it could have been a rule of a I don't know how to say that mother bitch bitch's name <laughs> I would have had a problem with that bitch if her ass was out like I would have any any ass out like that I would have kind of had a problem with it because it's just like first of all the smell like why are your ass out like so where are you sitting And I understand-
6: Yeah, so for context, for folks who don't know, Lizzo was getting on a private jet and she was wearing an outfit- it was pants and a shirt, but the ass cheeks of the pants were out,
7: they, and we literally—I don't think those were pants. Those were like assless pants, like like assless chaps, but they were assless
6: right. Pants. That's why I said pants mm. with the ass out, assless chaps. Yes, but, I mean you just,
7: with your ass out don't sound like an accurate description. Pants with your ass out <laughs> was like like apple. It pie. was a whole hole, like the crack showing oh, yeah. out. No, like the whole cheeks, the yeah. whole what is the
11: was an advertisement for Yitty. Her new, I think it's a clothing line, it's called Yidi. So I think it was part of an advertisement. But yeah, she was getting on a private plane. And from the little I know of private planes, you arrive in a car. So you're not going to go through the whole airport for everybody to see your ass cheeks. Right. She arrived, she, I think she arrived in a car and then straight into the private plane. Listen, so I have no problem. Nobody saw. I have no problem
7: with It wasn't public. Wearing the outfit. But yes, they did. Millions and millions and millions of people saw. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, what I'm, I'm saying is people, people, people it was, it was, Your it was, children in the airport didn't you know, see it. Yeah, there's no yeah that's what I'm saying. rich and have her private her private jet and her private like you said so they can roll up right next to the jet and get on. There's is no issue. The issue for me personally is like I have an issue with the sexualization of the human body. I say, everyone, please be yourself. But as a sexual assault survivor, I feel like we normalize too much shit. Um, where we're just like, it has nothing to do with fat phobia. It has nothing to do with, with patri- patriarchy. It's just that, why do we have to see sex and ass and shit everywhere? I
6: I don't have a problem with with, uh, you know, the way she went because it was a private airport or what have you. And I understand two things. Like I said in that, the the previous segment, we know that any attention, positive or negative boosts ratings. Right. And so the outfit she's wearing, to JV's point, isn't Yeti, but she did, allow, you know, launch a new super cute uh, loungewear line that focuses on plus size people and as a plus size auntie you know, and you know, the plus size aunties with the fat near the elbow, we's the ones that cook the best, right? As a plus size auntie, I'm sick and tired of outfits making us look like old ass white grannies. Like I want some stuff that looks fun and hip and cool. That is, that is designed for my body. And that's what she's, she was announcing. So I am sure that this was a publicity stunt to get her name in the streets. In And then when people go look up her name in the streets, they see Yeti and she buys. Sure was a publicity stunt. She didn't walk in the airport. She went straight to the, to the, to the 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 private plane in it, and she knew that the photographers would be there, and it would cause the controversy. I say good marketing on her, and I don't mind a booty being out. Beyonce's booty's been out getting on a plane all the time. Hana's booty's been out the 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 old one and the new one with all of the plastic fillers. We see ass all the time. I don't mind Lizzo's ass being out. You know, I, I like the representation for the big girls, right? Yeah.
11: I don't mind eyes being out either whether it's man or woman, your ass can be out. So long as you are at the age where you're not a kid, so your ass can be out above 21. Okay. Let it be sick. Okay.
8: So I'm going to be on the opposite. I'm sick of seeing those things. I mean, goddamn, you are proud of your body. We get it. You know, I am a proud member of the Get and Plenty Club. Let me tell you something I tell people all the time. I've never been, you know, insecure, big girl and all that good stuff. Like, I love me, okay? But I'm so sick of seeing this woman's ass. I mean, okay, we get it. You love your body. You are proud of it. Even if it was, if it was Beyonce, and and it's like every time I turn around, your ass is out. I, I I'm just over it. Like, okay, we get it. You are proud of your body. We get it. We get it. Yeah. We well, get a, no hate. No, no, no. Every other time
6: Beyonce's booty is out. Beyonce's booty was yes. just for the Oscars. Beyonce's booty was just out for Adidas. That's what Lizzo's trying good. to draw attention to. Nobody mm-hmm. says anything when every all these other skinny women, because we in this this country body shame, they don't say nothing. They're like, oh, that's fierce and that's fire and that's hot and that's you know all of these lovely adjectives. But Beyonce's booty mm-hmm. was just out last month. Nobody said anything
11: other than... Everybody was like, ooh, she looks great. And that was great. Right.
6: And funny enough, I feel like this is the
11: second time we've seen Lizzo's ass out, out in public. No. So like I remember, like, this is only the second time. The only other time I've seen her ass out is if it's in a, one of her videos. as in a music video.
10: No, no it was,
6: was at a basketball game. And she yeah, that's what I'm saying the second time. Game.
11: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This will be the second time where... Is being out and it's not a music video or like TV show setting. Well, here's what I'm saying. like mahogany. Said. But they're like oh, if oh because people really have nothing to say about all these other people's
7: asses out. So I, I feel like me. people talking about Lizzo, is unfair. I disagree. It's when unfair. I up, when I see mulatto putting her ass out, I'm like, why are you putting why I every time I see anyone, which is like they ass out, like <laughs> It could be ass, clit, vagina. Like, why are... Why? Why? Agree. I don't care if it's big, small, tall, or, or large. I don't care. For me, for me... I don't know. Maybe it's because I have a, a children based platform, and I just I just talk about the protection of children. And I think as a community, we all have to keep kids in mind first before we do anything. But not every adult is going to have that make that decision. But like Mahogany has been saying, at the end of the day, m- this is the one thing my first agent told me, um, and it has been true my whole career. The best publicity. Is any publicity, and the excellent publicity is bad publicity. So, and I, I mean, it runs true. I my my sales and me getting booked, I I never had done as well as when I had a Karen video or I had somebody who hated me, you know, or the it was bad quote unquote publicity because people eat that shit up and they have some extra for dessert. So, as a business perspective, as a creator, I'm shout. I can shout. I can understand why Lizzo is doing what she's doing because. It's 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 what we're doing right now. We're talking about her on our private podcast that I pay for. Okay, so like, bitch is working. <laughs> She's it. it worked. at it work. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Period. Okay. You know, if it ain't it not, it's not broken. All, I'm tired of it because also uh, to me it seems like laziness. It seems a little lazy because all you got to do, all I got to do is say in the headlines, and you know what, I'm so happy for her for that, but all you got to do in say in the headlines is show a little ass, and you're going to be in headlines for like three weeks. You know, bitch.
8: So, Toya, and I think that's where I'm kind of getting a little bit like, you know, okay, you are so talented, and you are so bomb, and you are so fierce, and if you follow Lizzo on TikTok, she's freaking hilarious. You know, she is a truly, truly a hilarious cat. Magic is you. You know, can we? Can you? Can you get it another way? I'm not hating on her ass. I was sloppy, but just you know, it's it's cool. Put it up a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So long as no one, well,
11: people had a bit to say. The only other person who was on the smaller side who people have had to say something about. How they dress was Rihanna, and even that one, after a while, it was just accepted. So I I have no problems because I remember when Rihanna's ass was out at in draped in Swarovski's crystals. Yeah, I don't know if it was a Met gala or something. Yeah, and it was like,
8: and they really really, You know what I mean? It's like people, I said,
11: some it, people wanted to say some, shit, but it's like. It got drowned out because everybody was like, "Okay," and she was even asking people, "Do my titties bother you?" It's covered it in Swarovski crystals, Listen, and everybody just to, moved on with their lives. So,
8: just like Carlo said, I get it. Like, I'm a. We're not hating on Lizzo because she's a big girl. We're I'm nobody's I'm hating so I'm on her, period. Out. I'm
7: not hating on. Lizzo.
8: We're not hating on anybody. Period. If you want to flaunt your ass, flaunt your ass, but at the same time, it's just like okay we've seen it you know is that is that your gimmick
7: after a point? while it go it does become gimmicky gimmick. and it, it does right. become a little bit gimmicky and it does is like like mahogany was saying there's so many talents girl i'd rather i'd rather see you get up there on a with a flute and do a handstand i don't care anything anything to me it seems like lowly hanging fruit to stay relevant and as a content creator i agree like what at like, for a while is it worth it that's just what i'm saying
8: Right. Well,
6: I, I think time, time will tell, you know, because, um, again, using Rihanna as an example, like Rihanna is out and about naked, pregnant right now. Right. But she's also got some huge Fenty launches that are happening. So, again, th- this is this is a tactic that many people use. And Lizzo is just trying to exploit it in the same way that the skinnier, yeah. you know, body. Yeah. T- been expo- you know, exploiting it. And she does have a following that loves it. My husband loves big girls, he loves big girls. That's why he married one. And uh, no, 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 no. he was like, she got all that ass out. So not everybody is offended
7: by it. A lot of people, you know. Right. Are- oh no, there's exactly.
11: nothing
7: however. Yeah. I'm just I think I'm at the point where like, can we get to a point where you don't have to show your ass for me to go buy your product? Exactly. I, I'm not I, offended, I'm not as like, offended that Do we right. have to can we get to a point where I'm just like, I'm gonna buy Lizzo shit because she a bad bitch and I love that shit.
8: Right. Just like I go and buy, you know, Fenty skin
7: and you know what I mean? And 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 wearing a bra about, you know, Fenty right you now. You know, and like, a lot of people are I love also, it. A lot of people also like, well, Beyonce Beyonce does wear very risque outfits. She's been doing it since Bootylicious Licious. Mm-hmm. But it's not, definitely one, one, it's never, ever will you see Beyonce wearing a bootylicious outfit when she's just out and about going on a private plane. If she's wearing right. a bootylicious type outfit, it's A media, like a music video or she's on stage. Exactly.
8: You Correct. I agree with that. Or it's a tastefully game. done you
7: picture. never see her at a basketball game with her ass, because guess what? <clears throat> Beyonce does not need... Any negative or positive, you don't need no attention for her coin to coin. Her existing is attention. <laughs>
6: I
1: right.
8: love it, the-
7: so I think that that's. And you know it's what? Like, it's trying to stay relevant at, at any means possible. Exactly, and it's like why? It's
8: right, and you. No. And what I don't want to see her become is a shock value artist. You get me? Because once you
7: become a shock value artist, that's you got to keep being shocking. Well, the perfect. You get me? That the perfect example of that is Miley Cyrus. Y'all remember when Miley Cyrus she she had left uh, Hannah Montana, right? The and black scent, and all of that. The black scent the twerking, the the going mm-hmm. doing crazy, smoking weed on, She had she had to keep our attention. She had to keep her name in the media. She had to keep her name to stay relevant. And even herself was like, "Yeah, I was doing that shit just to stay relevant." Like I don't know why I was doing that shit. Right. <laughs> like-
8: and that's what scares me. I feel like Lizzo will get to a point where
11: she won't do it, but part of the reason she may do this is to piss people off because we all know how the reception is when a fast person does something versus when a a skinnier or smaller person does it agreed that's part of it. however i don't think it's something lizzo is going to continuously be doing because she's fucking talented and she's always doing or releasing something new right and in terms of controversies Around Lizzo, this is the second time that this has happened.
7: True, but the and end, then at the end of the day, any publicity is good publicity. So it's like we can sit here and say all of the facts and whatever we want, but at the end of the day, she's still making money from just.
8: And she's so she's so bomb.
11: Yeah, and I like the way she sits so, so big people off. I'm here for it, but sometimes too, I can see that the reception she gets does get to her. And it pains me for it, but society is fatphobic, and I don't know how we are going to move forward from that. I,
6: I am excited. I, for, I am excited for her because she, her platform is making it okay, right? You still have mm-hmm. people that say there's no way you can be overweight and be healthy, right? Like skinny is the only way that health exists. And I'm like, uh, I work. Mm-hmm. Care feel skinny dies, drops dead every fucking day. Okay, mm-hmm. twenty five years. Mm-hmm.
11: Uh huh. And half of the things Lizzo does on stage, half of them can't do it. The things Lizzo
7: does I have That long capacity while twerking, bitch, how can you twerk, sing, and play a flute? Bitch, and play sing, a I'm flute. Bitch, your skinny ass could never hold your breath like that. <laughs> I told you, I
8: went to Walmart and cooked yesterday and it took my ass out. <laughs> okay so i admire her it took me Thanks. out like I I, listen me, i do not call off for of work i called
7: off of work today for me it's not that i'm disgusted or i'm i just for me i was i feel like i respect her too much and i'm like I'm, i feel like i don't want to see anyone even say the shit that i'm even saying towards her like girl like, right. i just want to root for you like every day and i guess you could root for her no matter what she's wearing but as a person, like, I I, I don't know it's just something that I'm personally, I personally struggle with with anyone um, because I just don't like the over-sexualization of our society. I just think it's growth.
8: And my, my fear, like, I'll restate again, is I agree with you, Carlos. I'm just, I don't want her to become gimmicky. You get me? I don't want it to, because I know, because, see, here's the thing, right? So I know that her confidence level is on 37, Right but I also don't want you to feel like in order for you to promote the next thing, your ass has to come out in order for you to, to and, and this is like, you know, maybe I'm delving too deep in this, you know, I don't want you to feel like that's what you have to do. You get me? Because I want you to, you stand on, you just, you're a talented ass woman who just so happens to be a plus size woman. And that's okay. You get me? You don't have to, I don't want, I not saying that she does this. I want to be real careful with my words, but I don't. I just don't. I don't want it to be like every time you're promoting something, here comes this risque behavior because it's not necessary.
11: Okay. One thing I'll say is part of the re- the thing is women's bodies are sexualized, not necessarily. By we the women ourselves, you cannot sexualize yourself. Society has sexualized our bodies to the extent that uh, your you breastfeeding your child in public somehow is a problem. You just wearing booty shorts because everywhere is just hot. It's like we are in hell. It's a problem. Like sometimes I get frustrated because I'm like, it's just ass, it's just boobs, it's body parts. It's not like I'm walking around with my legs open for everyone to see my VJJ. It's just boobs. It's just a butt. It's body parts. Like, I wish I could walk around even in a bra and people won't look at me strange because it's hot. Just like men are walking around with their chest out. It would be nice to be able to do that because it's hot as hell. But because of how the patriarchy, the world has been set up, everything women do is sexualized even when they are not trying to put on a sexual front like everything is just sexualized and like I'm even exhausted so I can't even go in depth to like give my AJB I
8: I agree with you because okay so like once again I always say this but I have five daughters and you can wear what you want to wear Okay. Um, I've never been the type of mom. I mean, of course, there's always dignity and decorum, you know, in certain environments, you know, I teach you how to dress for success for a job and, you know, you're, 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 you know, when they're going into work, you know, that's not the place to, you know, push the envelope as far as your type, your entire, you know, your attire goes where you're here, however you want to wear it. That's your goddamn hair. Um, and we stand on the crown act right over here. Um, However, I've never been one into, you know, quote unquote, slut shaming about what they wear. You know, you can wear whatever you want to wear and not be fondled, not be touched, not be, you know, you you know, it's not like, you know, you have on a uniform of a, you know, of a sex worker. You wear clothes or clothes, right? And I, and I get that. That's not what I'm, that's not the point that I'm, you know, I. I'm not trying to say that she has to deny her sexuality or even her, you know, her entire, her attire, because, you know, of what other people will think. What I'm saying is if that's what you want to wear, boo, wear what you want to wear, but at the same time, don't become, don't do it for the shock value. That's my thing. You get me? Mm. And don't do it because, you know, okay, I'm going to promote these shoes. So now I'm going to, you know, go through an airport wearing nothing but these damn shoes. And you just got to like take it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's giving mm. to me. You know, that's different than you owning. Like I now I don't do it because of my own self, you know, consciousness and my insecurities. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm a, you know, I wear size 18. Right. And I've seen women who are eighteen, size eighteen and bigger wear crop tops. And I, and in listen, and those, I will say in a heartbeat, bitch, you look bad. I love it. I wish I had the confidence to do that. You get me? But I, I think we're talking about two different, you know, two different things. At least I am. I'm talking about two different things. Too. You know, there's a, I'm not down to her confidence. I'm just saying,
7: you know. I think, okay, see, I agree with you, Toya. But I don't Okay, think like, for me, confidence shouldn't be connected to sexu- with uh, sexuality. I think right. a person should be able to be confident just because they're a confident person. I don't think that, oh, I'm confident because I can show skin. For me, all of this is based on the sexuality and the over-sexualization of our society. I th- you can be confident. I know com- y'all three are confident women. I've never seen your ass. I've never seen your thigh does. And me seeing your ass or your thigh won't make me have more confidence in you. And I want that to be the norm for society. That makes sense.
8: Facts. I feel like, you know what? And this is, I like the way that this conversation is fun and this is how we initially got together was, you know, different perspectives and being able to, you know, challenge each other. And so it's kind of like, there's a lot of things that I want to say, but I'm always, at the same time, I try to be like politically correct, <laughs> and not, you
7: Here's know. Why we made this uh, podcast? Just say it, we
10: child. Say be it. <laughs> because
8: listen, yeah, I'm always the one that's like, okay, Carlos, at twelve twenty-two, please edit this shit out that I said. Because <laughs> 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 hey, hey, Carlos, at twenty-two point three, please make sure that you edit this shit out, because I don't want to. You know, I want to be true to myself and I don't want to offend anybody. But at the same time, it's like, I want to like. Get people to understand where I'm coming from, where I'm saying like, bitch, where would you want to wear? But (laughs) where what the fuck you want to wear? Walk how you want to walk, live your your best life. But at the same time. Don't be a prop for nobody because you don't have to be. You are bomb is shit all on your own. And if you wear your ass, if you wanna wear your ass out and that that's what makes you feel dope, then wear by all means, wear your ass out. Go on. I'm not mad at you. That's all I've gotta say on that matter. Hmm. Okay.
11: So the reason why I'm pushing back a little is because this is stuff I've had as a child. To the extent that it's been my fault, where things have happened, was I was just in my house in normal clothes sleeping, but somehow that was the problem. And then it now goes to somehow. uh, Then religion comes in where it's like just being a woman and existing is a sin. Right. Yeah, that's why it's like I'm pushing back so we don't somehow send ourselves back into that kind of process because it's very easy to fall back into it because that's how most of us were brought up, whether Christian or Muslim or for other religions like what I know specifically is Christianity and a bit of Islam and that's why I push back a little on this because I understand what you guys are saying but then it's like no matter how it's sliced Will somehow be used as a way to justify the oversexualization of women and the weird shits that people do because so of maybe I'm talking existing
8: out of both sides. I don't know because, like I said, I don't. It's I don't have a problem with Lizzo's body, and if you ever seen any of my daughters, right, all of them yeah. are shaped like. Cook- Fucking Coca-Cola bottles. They took the best of me and never gave it back. Okay. When I tell you these girls are shaped so goddamn bomb. I mean, from the oldest to little, they are so bomb and they wear my daughter that we I think you guys, JB, you weren't on the phone. Um, but you guys seen her. She like I have a picture of her walking around in like these little, they she has chaps on and, like, a little bralette and these little, you know, undies. And she wore it for her birthday. And and I was like, girl, you look bomb as shit. Do yes. your thing. But I don't, you know, so I don't have a problem with risque clothing. I don't even have a, I, I don't, and I don't want to, you know, I'm not one of those people who feel like, you know, we we need to, you know, women need to have a shirt, a skirt because goes, you know, past her, knees and um, no that's not me at all that's that's not who I am and I would never you know impress so that upon my, my y'all the
11: one said to become all. a gimmick right okay
8: now that's I- my only thing I just don't want Lizzo for it, when you think of Lizzo to think of her ass out because when you think of Beyonce you don't think of Beyonce and her ass out you think of all of Beyonce's accomplishments even though she has had her ass out, that's the only thing I don't want that to be the first conversation line with Liza. That's
6: fair, and I can I can definitely appreciate, um, you know, that ask of her, you know, and and her platform. Um, and I don't I don't have an I- issue with that whatsoever. But you know, what bothers me as a plus size woman, you know, also size eighteen, sometimes a twenty, depends on the outfit and who made it. You know, what bothers me is. How often, when a plus size woman wears something, people cringe? You know, they now make bikinis for plus size women. I'm always, because I used to be skinny and I used to wear bikinis all the time, and so I'm like, I like a body positive bikini that I could wear. But I know as soon as I step out the door in that bikini, somebody's gonna, you know, make faces because in our country, for decades, we have instilled into people. That from a marketing perspective skinny was in and fat was was out and so i i appreciate that she's pushing the boundaries not just with her her clothing line but with her show which is so body positive she's pushing the boundaries getting you to see that this is just as beautiful just as valuable so um, i appreciate that this method for for you toya and carlos wasn't the best method um, but but I appreciate the madness. There's a method to her madness. She is trying to get society to reverse its thinking on when they see plus size people and, and she keep game.
8: I respect her right like just like how okay, let's talk about beyonce. Beyonce has an all- woman bang, right Yeah now Lizzo has an all- woman plus size bang. You yeah. get me and what I'm saying is, that gets, you, nobody knows that because what's, what's put in the forefront is not Lizzo's incredible talents and in how she's pushing this envelope for plus size women and this and that. It's the conversation usually what grabs and has the headlines is Lizzo walked through an airport with her ass out. She yeah. went to a basketball game with her ass out and that's my issue with it is that everything, her accomplishments and all the shit that she does that is so positive and so bomb and gives us, when I first seen Lizzo come up there and play that damn flute, (laughs) oh my God, I was like, I was standing on my bed like, bitch, do it! Because she's a big girl and I seen myself. You get me? Because 18 and all, I will burn your ass on the dance floor, okay? I love to, I will kill it, all right? But goddamn, like, I don't want you to your, your, your everything that you're doing to get smushed down Mm -hmm. and and get overlooked because we're, we're talking about your ex. That's, that's my point.
4: That
6: makes sense to me.
8: That makes sense to me.
7: All right. I'm good. I agree. Well, we got one more story uh, and then we'll wrap up the show you okay, dokie. we don't got one more story that was a lady luncheon was that my oh, husband two... <laughs> yeah, I thought we were done, uh, I, we were
8: done. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who' we gonna talk about? I thought we was gonna go into Cuba.
7: Nine.
6: I didn't know where we was going. I was like, I'll wait till he played a video. Shit, what we doing? <laughs> <laughs> no,
7: that's it, that's it. We got, it's the same length of a show. We got real in-depth this time. And really, this is like, like Toya said, Like this is why we started this show, because of our different opinions on different topics. But at the end of the day, it's all about listening and being willing to open your mind. Uh, but at the end of the day... Fuck a white woman from affinity to affinity <laughs> and beyond. All right, I love y'all so much. I'll talk to y'all next. Yeah,
4: week. No.
8: Bye. All right, see y'all. Bye. Bye.
0: There are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration Event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And right now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo E4x2. Don't miss this great offer. Hurry into the Jeep Celebration event today. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Crestor Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 5-2-22. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. We're online
2: 24-7. You're listening to the hottest radio station on the planet.
5: Check us out on Facebook. Audio Hub Preview.
3: What are you doing in one hour? Drizzly, you're getting your favorite beer, wine, and spirits delivered right to your door from Drizzly. Drizzly is the most convenient way to buy beer, wine, and spirits, with delivery to your doorstep in under 60 minutes. Right now, Drizzly is giving new customers $5 off their first order with code FAST5. Go download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D R I Z L Y.com and use promo code FAST5 for $5 off your first order.
13: What's going on out there, people? What's the Eagle Roger podcast coming at you? I'm your boy, the KC store. am my homeboy in Topeka, I 70 Connect. 30 pieces of silver, a.k.a. 30 pieces of A.G. What's going on, homeboy?
15: Yeah, the A.G., it doesn't stand for agriculture or anything like that. It's the fucking scientific <laughs> the thing. Agriculture. Of nigga.
13: Exactly.
15: It's the symbol for silver. So have you ever seen my Twitter handle, 330 pieces underscore of underscore A.G. is Silver.
13: Is that, yourself, is that because price. you sell oranges on the interstate? Is that why people come with thirty pieces of silver? For real, uh,
15: everybody has a price. I can be bought,
4: definitely.
13: <laughs> but now, anyway, yeah, we was breaking down this uh these uh ups of working with technology and trying to get these podcasts up. And how people think this shit is so easy? Yeah, uh, it is not, man. Talk about some of your frustrations.
15: Hey, shout out to. The Black Guy Who Tips, black Rod guy who tips. and Karen, bro, I feel your pain with this Google Hangout air. I know I'm like, this is going to be an audio tool, and I'm like using my hand gestures. So for those that are viewing the video, audio tool, you can see my hand gesture. But shout out to the Black Guy Who Tips hosted by, by Ron and Karen. I feel oh, yeah. your frustration.
13: Oh, yeah. For and sure. I don't,
15: my money's not right. My money's not right, Ron. I will become a premium eventually, but not yet,
13: though. Come on, man, you you dragging your feet. Your wife make more money than me and my me and my old lady. You ain't got no premium dollars, bro. I got a kid, dog. I got. What about to- <laughs> <laughs> I
15: was gonna say I'm brown, but then you're like you're black too. So it's like, fuck. I don't know what else to say.
13: It's whatever. But yeah, man, this, yeah, like I was saying earlier, man, I didn't put in probably about a good part-time shit to work on 30 seconds of audio, dog. I don't, you fucking download this shit, you gotta fucking download another Kodak to encode some other shit, and then, yeah, it's whatever. And never mind the fact he works with fucking Mac and PC, so this shit gonna be crazy.
15: Yeah, I'm glad I made the switch to Mac, man. I, I finally converted completely... I got it. I got two Apple TVs, the desktop Mac, mm-hmm. and a laptop. So, I'm here. I'm the one that made the changes from your advice, and now the podcast thing could be a lot easier. and And believe you me, people, go ahead if you go ahead if you really want to try this. It's not just like go ahead hit record on this, and all of a sudden, boom, you got a podcast. No, 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 no. I thought I made the mistake of doing that. Just like you put in a shift uh, earlier this to tonight, I put a shift with my two brothers. First of all, we f- it was a mission just to get us, all three of us, on, on on this hangout area, right? Then I finally got my one brother on, and I was like, screw it. Let's go ahead and record, right? Yeah. So I recorded. I introduced us or whatever. Talked for a second. Then all of a sudden, I, I, I put the camera on him, right?
13: No. Say hi Maury. No. She run, she running away.
15: <laughs> <laughs> all right. She much she's just like Jamie in the background. Yeah.
13: No, she just stage. woke up, so she you know, she got she all uh, I know she she be getting y'all fooled. that drill. Like she uh, all soldier. No, 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 I gotta put my beauty sleep on, gotta put my eyebrows on. I woke so up like this. To? My my I woke up like this mascara on and shit. Yeah.
15: It's like who you <laughs> talking to? Jake from State Farm.
13: Jake. <laughs> Jake sounds
15: <laughs> idiot, nigga. Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but anyway, man, yeah, man, like I was saying, there's there's a lot of I mean, at least right now we're getting this recording and yeah. I mean, it's gonna be on the like YouTube page. Yeah. And we can always go back and you know, even work between me and you, work and sample this 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 audio video thing. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest thing, man, I think the biggest thing is going to be is um, just getting just getting some time to log on and and actually do it. I think we'll be able to do it right. um, more often than, than not. I think it's just, you know, the beginning is always a struggle. You know what I mean?
13: All right. It's always a struggle. I think we got to, you know, I don't know if it's kind of our niche or whatever, but just kind of do the homework, you know, come with things that we want to talk about. Like I said, my biggest vision was we used to kick it every day, sit around talk shit every day, and I miss our little talks. So kind of want to have them on, you know, so we can look back and see how much we've grown. And we both got kids the same age, so kind of, you know, kind of recording that through each other's eyes and then just, you know, our daily just talking about shit, especially football season about kickoffs. So I know that's going to be – that's when we was talking the most shit. But just, you know, just, you know, I don't want 45 minutes an hour or whatever to – you know, stop us from having those good conversations with each other.
15: No, no, I agree with you. And I think I think the audience, like I said, I mean, I'm glad you talked about the niche because I've already been asked by several of, our, of my friends and family members, like, what's going to be your niche? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I mean, I think eventually we're going to need, it, it, it'll like evolve into something, but I don't Yeah. I don't feel like we need to. I don't feel like we need to. And, and, I, and I need to get your, your point of view on that.
4: Um, yeah,
13: I mean, I feel, I, like we, I
15: feel like every show should take whatever direction it's gonna be. I think you know, we force it, I think if we force it too much, I think the best and this is my opinion I think the best episodes are gonna be when you got shit to say, and I know you and I could always sense it when you have some stuff to say.
13: So, yeah, I think, I think it's like yeah, a I think that's how, how it should roll. Just you know, you know, I know, you know you're not comedians, so. <laughs> Let's stop with that. You know, we usually laugh at each other's corny ass jokes. They don't mean everybody's gonna laugh. Uh, we're not serious enough to have some fucking documentary show where we fucking research some great topic and then break it down to you for that week. I think it's just gonna be looking at the world around us and how we view it, how we see it. You know, if other people get involved with that, be it your wife, be it you know my girlfriend, hopefully wife down the road, Maury, and our family, If they get involved with that shit. Cool. If not, cool. It's just me and you talking to nobody listening. Cool. Like I said, I want to do it for our benefit. Yeah. I think it's good.
15: But anyway, like I said, I mean, this is the... F- I think this one really should go down as our first... I mean, we could, you could keep the other recording, but I think this one should be our official first episode, even though f- it's f- probably going to
13: be... I mean, you got to you gotta just put it out there. If motherfuckers say this shit's horrible, this shit's horrible. But it's like it's our first one. Nigga, I got some some fucking gaming headphones on. I'm using my computer microphone because I can't find my headphones with the microphone. You know, it is what it is. So
15: okay, so okay. First things first. So we got the name of the podcast
13: right. So yes. It's Neg-
15: so okay, so I'm gonna pronounce
13: Negro Raguin. So you're gonna it, pronounce it. So you, you said what you pronounce it Negro Raguin. Huh? Negro Raguin. Well, yeah,
15: nigga, I can say Negro Rogwin. Negro th- I mean, you can say
13: Negro Rockwood. That's not. That's not I mean,
15: bad. Oh no! Sorry. I'm not doing it to insult people. I just want people to understand what the fuck I'm saying. Because sometimes my words <laughs> <they> Negro <run. laughs> so Like
13: you don't want to be like they're like, man. He just say Negro Rockwood? Like nigger Rockwin. And and is that big black motherfucker gonna let that ride? Like no. No, people, it's Negro, Nicaraguan. but the fact that my man is from Nicaragua, sometimes that shit just, as my uncle said when he first met him, and he said, Well, you, he said, basically said, What are you? And my man said, Uh, Nicaragua. He said, You a nigga, what? <laughs> and I, Actually, I think I think low-key, that might have been the birthplace of the, I mean, that was what, three, shit, three years ago, I think my grandma was still alive, like three years ago, that might have been yeah. the birthplace of the motherfucking podcast, we didn't even know it.
15: For real, I think that was, yeah, man, that was, I still remember that shit too, though, because he, like, he was like, he had no shame too, I mean, he had I know no reason to be, he was like, Yo, Yo, you Uncle, honey
13: don't, Uncle Honey don't, Uncle too big to have shame, dog. That's three hundred fifty pounds a motherfucking man, dog. He too, he too big to have motherfucking shame. He don't fuck, fuck what you think.
15: <laughs> so for so so for those bilingual people, those educated folks, the Negro is because my man, you know, the KC Stork.
13: Like I am you know, a Negro.
15: It, he's black. If you haven't seen it, those for you on Audio Land and in the cubicles, he is black. The KC Stork. And then me, I am. I look white, but I'm not. I am brown. Who, look, who said, Who told you you to look white? No, I'm saying on this camera right here, it's got me like fucking looks fine. Nah,
13: motherfucker. Nah, you, you look like you sell the best oranges, in here I don't know who told you you look white. I know they,
15: I know they sweet, though.
13: Huh? Actually, you no, know I'm gonna stop. Put, get out some oranges. You sell the best cocaine. Shout out to the shout out to DG, my See, brother.
9: Cocaine?
15: Nah, so you're gonna start rumors, and all of we're gonna get on the, on the radar. Hey, Fucking,
13: hey, I'm, like I said, I said a long time ago, there's, there's a reason why you live in Topeka right off I 70, right? <laughs> Inter, interstate trade for real, you crazy, anyway.
15: Your boy, your, anyway, so like the Nicaraguan, there's a brown guy and a black guy you merging, marrying them together. That's what it is about.
13: Um, yeah. Right. And
15: like I was telling you, I, I think I was texting you about this. So the, the name that it just came out of nowhere, really. And from it probably started back from your uncle's description of me or whatever. But um, so I did, a, I did, I went, I fucked around and did a Wikipedia or a Google did um, shameless plug in right there.
13: Uh, but uh close, everybody
15: but uh i did i i i went ahead and searched black nicaraguans or whatever yo this is there there are there's a such thing uh, so there is i don't even know my mom says we're we have like that's where origins came from her side of the family right um, so but like i mean they're so it's it's not hey, I don't want to make it seem like, yo, no, I'm not African-American. Not that I I wouldn't want to be or whatever, but it's one of those things that it was the Spaniards and then the Caribbean, it was the Blacks that were already in the Caribbean, and then the mulattoes or like the descendants of those two ended up in a portion of the country I was born in. And by the time they got, it was like it wasn't Black and it wasn't white. It was like brown and hazel. Right. You know what I mean? So... It actually was crazy, man. And then there was, like, another video <clears throat> of this one guy that got into the Israelites and I was like, man, I can't.
13: T- we, we already talked about it. You talk about the black Hebrews, man. We don't. I'm sorry. but They'll get on you, say, black Hebrews. And we just Hebrews. But we don't want none of them tap niggas here. <laughs> I don't want no niggas with no capes or no bracelets talking about, have you, have you read the Dead Sea Scrolls? Man? nigga? I don't know. I'm atheist. I don't have time for that shit. Get out of
15: my face. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, I respect you, man, but I don't, I don't know anything about that. So, if anybody ask any question about the auto I don't, you
4: know? Yeah,
13: I just, I just be like, all right, man. I know a little bit about it. I'm just like, all right, whatever, man. It is, it is what it is. You, you got me, homeboy. But, but now, nah, anyway, yeah, I think
15: yeah, we got about five minutes yet.
13: We got more than five minutes in. For real, I haven't really been timing, but uh, <laughs> so back, look, look when I look on your phone when I call you, that give that give you how much how long we've been on. So subtract like five minutes from that, because we just started talking.
15: Yo, we're looking at like we're using. Look at this, we're using like multi platforms.
13: Even though it's the same shit, but I'm looking yeah. at multiple platforms. Multiple platforms to get this this shit out.
15: Nah, 23 minutes. Nah, it hasn't been 23 minutes, bro.
13: Nah, it probably been like i say at least 15 minutes we've been talking. I- I'm about to say. Because more has been in here and out of here like twice. So it's it's definitely been longer than five minutes. All
15: right. So things we know today, we got the name. Got the name. We got the background of the name. Yep. We got your your Twitter handle at the KC Store. Mm-hmm. DA Mine is thirty pieces of silver, thirty pieces underscore of underscore ag. Periodic
13: table. Periodic and, table. And then we can uh as we get better at this shit. Uh, and I gonna lie, all the podcasts I listen to shit, Blackout Tips, High Five Starter, uh, three guys on no agenda. That's a little known that a lot of people don't listen. Actually, a lot of people listen to, but a lot of people I know don't listen to. Should be. Uh shout out to the NIM as far as like inspiring me do this shit. But yeah, I'm be using some of their what they formats as far as they type stuff up, make sure we get the information in there get our names in there, what we're talking about, and all that good stuff. But right now it's gonna be bare bones if we try to we try to flesh this out.
15: But anyway, before we get off, man, I know this is gonna be this was supposed to be a quick run drive. Was <clears throat> before we get off, I mean, is there anything on your mind, anything that you wanna like Get off the of chest or anything like that, man. From from everything that's been going on, from sports, from the politics, life. No, I mean, I know. you
13: know, you know the the, the king, the, Who? the 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 the, uh, the king, King James, not not King James, the king. Oh, James, uh, yeah, that guy, yeah, that guy, that guy that left your home in Miami.
15: Easy now, easy now. That's, I'm just saying,
13: now. come on, man. He gave, he gave. Come on, man. As a, as a dude who, what, what, the Kansas City Kings, nigga, that was the last professional team we had in Kansas City. So, I don't want to hear your, your tears. So, you're Miami. Go ahead, if, go ahead you and say
15: Get it off your chest. I knew you wanted to do this. Come on.
13: Come I get it my chest, though, but the fact, come on, you agree, though. That man get a lot of hate for no motherfucking reason. No motherfucking reason. What, 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 what? I, I hate. I hate. But... I mean, your hate your has come from a are a place of selfishness because you wanted more. But there are people out there who hate this man who who for who claim to have allegiance to different teams, but hate how you gonna have allegiance to a different team to hate this man because he left Cleveland to go to Miami. And you knew good and well when he left Cleveland, he was going back to uh, he left Cleveland, going back to Cleveland. You always go back home, dog. You always go back home. <clears throat>
15: Yeah, I think. Uh, I anyway, I got my own personal reason for the hate. Yeah, I'm a Miami, a Miami. Well, Heat. What, what's your, what's your reason?
13: What's your reason?
15: Um, you want the real reason is because I bought the the, the LeBron James Everglades, and then this motherfucker yeah. the leaves. LeBron James, I, I
13: what?
15: He left the LeBron James Everglades. Let me take a picture of oh, the on. LeBron
13: James. Is it a tree <laughs> with LeBron James on top of
15: it? Nigga, what is the LeBron nah. James, I bought them shoes when the Miami Knights came out. I couldn't get them because they sold out like hotcakes. Are they shoes? Yeah, they.
13: Bro. Yeah, niggas, yeah they. But, so. but nigga, nigga's still buying Jordans. Yeah, He ain't playing. That'd almost fucking
15: 20 years. I'm going I share my screen with you? Hold up. Let me share my screen. So, anyway. <clears throat> so, can you see it? All right, no, so
13: what I, up. I just see black. Okay, ugh, nigga. How much you, you pay for, for them? <laughs> <laughs> you see my, you see my, you, you see. Okay, <laughs> oh, that was just shoes with trees on it, nigga. Yes.
15: <laughs> <laughs> you fit, I, I mean, you see, you see why now.
13: Nigga, those shoes are disgusting. How much, so you pay, can, how much you pay for those?
15: Come on now. You know, we. Government name. We're using government name. Now we're going to finance this stuff.
13: Some of I these say, things. Nigga, I said I cut out the government name on Audacity, nigga. That's why I
15: put the one, two, three in there. there, were, there it, it, it was 10 Harriet Tubman's. 10
13: Harriet oh, no. Tubman? Not the
4: Harriet's, nigga. <laughs> nigga. 10 Harriet Tubman. Yeah.
13: Nigga, you could have bought, digga, you money, bought right? a better... Hey, hey, yeah, hey I'm mad at you. You could have bought a better microphone.
15: <laughs> but I bought these like 40 years ago, bro. Come on now. But anyway, so I bought them shoes, right? Because I couldn't get these. Hey, I
13: ain't going to lie, though. Them shoes, but I love the design of them fucking brands, dog. I love them.
15: These are the ones I really, really wanted. Right here. Which one? I mean, the they, they look they look ugly as fuck on picture, but they look nice as hell. Man, man this,
13: this, this give me them straight, them straight. They got those, the, I guess they, I, they're basically last years. I guess they still sell them the last year's <laughs> edition. Of Lebron's, the bronzes are all black. Soldier and nine, the soldiers. Nigga, which one? Uh, you had it up. Get up, up, You had it up a second ago. Right. They could make it. Well i stop talking, you talk so
15: I want the ones that he won the championship with though, man. But those are like I think they're saying there's a soldier tank. I don't know anything about shooting, bro. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm gonna need somebody to help me out. I, I all I know is I know about the space jam, the number eleven, so
13: yeah, those are nice sorry. right there. I like but I like them in all black, the ones you just had. That screen right there. But all one? black. Yeah all black it's, it's, it's that design right there but it's all but they got one that's like all black no uh, well, yeah, there we go i guess it's black with the gray black the uh, black ones with the gray stripe There, at the top right
0: yeah but
13: the ones i saw they didn't have that big ass white stripe on the uh, little uh, velcro strap anyway yeah they shoes, dog. I'm, I'm play basketball. I ain't like no. I ain't like, yeah. I bought some basketball shoes. I'm playing basketball. i not about to sit in my
15: clothes. Yeah, them fresh. Them was fresh though. But anyway, getting back, dog. I bought the LeBron James leather shoes, and I didn't get to wear them, but like a couple times, a handful of times. Yeah. So that's where right, my true hate comes from. bro. But, mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I never own. I mean, I own, I I'm on one pair of Jordans, and I went ahead and. Share some money from that. But really in reality, man, when it comes down to it, I'm just that I would just hate him, bro. You know, I would just
13: hate him. Come on, so so outside the fact that he left Miami.
15: I'm not outside. Of I, was him,
13: bro.
15: I was happy for him, bro. I was glad he was able to do it. First okay. of all, I hate I hate light skinned Stephen Curry though. He's something false hope basketball player. But you would do just say I look white. Man, I was just fucking <laughs> around, bro. Come on, that's my podcast. Let me, let me have my persona, bro. Damn.
13: Hey, we, hey, we can't be podcasters yet. Where do you put a podcast out?
15: Whatever, bro. <laughs> hey, anyway, for those haters out there criticizing, we're going, hey, I'm going to say some shit and then like two seconds later, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something to counter
13: that point that I said two seconds later.
15: So don't bring that shit up because I'm not keeping no tabs, though. Yeah, my opinion, I
13: don't, I didn't hate. I didn't hate Curry. I just like LeBron more.
15: No, I like. I mean, look, Curry. The only thing about him, man, I know he has handles and all that stuff. And this, I, I'm not an expert in basketball or anything. Like that. I don't pretend to be like one. But I, I feel like he's selling false hope, man. Because you out here, you out here shooting fucking deep as fuck, deep, deep, way outside range. And you're so, you telling these people that, that – I mean, it is, it is a perimeter game. It's coming more of a perimeter game.
13: So, hold but, up, hold up, hold up. So, did you say the same thing about Allen Iverson?
15: Yeah, bro, bro. How many players came after Iverson to, that did Iverson? That's what I'm saying. But that's a good yeah, comparison. Nigga, when,
13: I, nigga, when Iverson came out, everybody wanted to do fucking crossover and one dribble all that shit. And that same shit fucked the game up, too. You go. I mean, I wasn't playing professional, but you go to the run, niggas want to dribble the ball 90 times. And then shoot it like that's what I'm saying.
15: So were you saying the same thing about Iverson? I mean, but but no, no, Iverson, Iverson was on another level, though. and I and I hate to do the comparisons. And Curry's to, on no. another level.
13: Another level.
15: But see, he's shooting, bro. I'm telling you, like if you go out there, what you and, said, and, I mean you,
13: yeah, every- you got
15: more, you got more experience because you because your boy, your boy's gonna play college ball and everything. You probably been around a lot of AAU basketball circuits or tournament stuff. But like what I'm saying is is first of all, we've already like the Big men's already are already extending out to the perimeter, which is cool, it's good, it's good for it's good for the game.
13: But that was happening but, before Curry even came.
15: Right. But but what I well, to me, I think Curry is out here saying, Hey, you can shoot so what what's the three point line? What, twenty seven feet, thirty feet or whatever the hell it is? Don't get so me he's line. Yeah.
13: Twenty seven between twenty seven and thirty.
15: Feet, whatever. Yeah, because he
13: starts shooting. <clears throat> so off. so he
15: Shooting out here. He's shooting out here 29, 30, 32 feet and beyond. I, I rarely see him take a corner shot. I mean, it's all from the outside. And so he's making them out of an outstanding. I didn't, him, I didn't see him take a lot of corner
13: shots. I don't know what you're talking about. I know I didn't see him take a lot of corner shots. I didn't see him take a lot of shots from that sideline. I Bryce saw I saw, I, I saw a lot of elbow shots
15: into the side, but not on the sideline. And if they, they and if he did shoot it, bro, I didn't see it.
13: I'm, okay. I'm going to be honest. Well, th- well, this series, they was – they, yeah, he didn't want – he, yeah, they was bumping him so hard. And I think he just, like, got tired, so.
15: Well, that's what I'm saying. I think I think that's what it got. Um, somebody okay, – fuck, I don't know who said it, but no, anyway.
13: My, my bad. I didn't take that My bad.
15: No, but, but that's what I'm saying. I, I think that the way – it just, for me, his game just looks one-dimensional. mean, it's like they were saying, it was like if, you, if his shots are falling down, Fuck, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. But if the shots weren't falling like the last three or four games, yeah, he did. He still scored what, like 20, 21 plus points, I think, the last three games. But I, I, know, they, I know,
13: game five, he had 30. I don't know about six and seven. Yeah.
15: If he did, he got him on the free throw line. And and, and I hold think, on, like, we, uh, we, we have the technology won. right
13: here. Hold on.
15: But I, I just, I, to me, it just feels like there's a false sense of that game, though, man, because. I can't, I, I, me personally, I can't tell my, my my kid out the hey, go ahead and start shooting them threes. That's like me raising a picture.
2: Well,
13: well, no, but you wouldn't want to to do that. But at the same point in time, you want, you want to tell your, like I tell my daughter who's coming up and playing and getting, and playing in summer leagues, you do want to tell him or her to develop an all around game. But you never know what position you're going to play. But for Curry, I mean, he's a smaller dude. Yeah. He's small. We're talking about do we got got, six three, one ninety, so he probably really like six one, six two, maybe one eighty, you know, the day and stats or whatever. So you really want that nigga driving to drive into the basket? You really want that nigga trying to bang? Now yeah,
15: but, but but what other what other aspect? And I guess this is where the maturation process either starts to begin with him and to and his game to get to continue to develop into the assist portion. Because you're right. I mean I'm not going to expect him to be banging out there. I mean, because look at Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade, what was that? For the first three, four years of his of of, of his career, he was banging in and out. remember his commercial with Converse, yeah. fall down seven hey, times, get hey, he hey, up
13: eight. They say, mind me interrupt you, but so he had 11, game one, 18, game two, 19, game three, 38, game four, 25, uh, game five, 30, game six, 17, game seven. Not, 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 not really – a great style line from the unanimous MVP, but a good stat line from a just a regular dude that shoots threes. But, it wasn't 40. It wasn't huh?
15: 41. It wasn't 41. Back-to-back 41s. 41. Uh,
13: no, no, no. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying, though. If he was just a dude who yeah. was either a starter coming off your bench that was just supposed to be a three-point shooter, that'd be some pretty good numbers. But you can't be the unanimous MVP. You're getting 11 points, 17 points, 18 points. You can't do that now.
15: That, that's what I'm saying. I think, and like, I think he might have another side to his game. Like he might have an assist game. You know, like Russell Westbrook. I mean, I love that guy. I think he's the most exciting uh, basketball player, NBA player there is to watch. Because, yes, he's going to make a lot of mistakes, man. But when he's on, he's on, bro. He plays 100%. I, is he, there's, there's there's no B or C effort. It's either A or F, bro. With mm-hmm. him. And the thing with him is, like, he could get you 30 points at any time. But I think going into this season, you start to notice that, hey, look, I don't need to get 30 points. I, I can assist. I think that's but, why you start.
13: averaging. But you goals. also got Kevin Durant on your team.
15: But, but Curry has – has Thompson? Thompson's a scoring machine. He can get buckets all day, every day.
13: Yeah, but that's the same thing, though. They they both shooters. Yeah, but the, I'm saying. saying but, if, but Steve Curry is, is the point guard. Ultimately, though, he's right But I'm saying, point. but you're saying, but you talking about one-dimensional game. It, it, right, Clay, but so Thompson, Clay Thompson gets to the basket a little easier than Curry because he's bigger. But for the same, but the same thing is, he's a shooter.
15: Right, but but that's what I'm saying. So you you, you would think that if you have a shooter to your left or to your right. Or at least an outlet option like that. You can you, your assist game, your assist will go up If you look at Game Six, Game Six and Game Seven, I think he, I think he was one well under five assists. though.
13: Curry yeah, was. He, I mean, yeah, he is a he is a shooting guard playing point guard. Let's let's, let's not get it twisted,
15: right? And and I think that's where that, I think that's where I'm trying to get at. Ultimately, it's like okay, well, what's what now? Your your shots are when your shots are falling. Obviously, it's it's great.
13: Yeah, but, but the but, thing is, the thing is that they got two shooting guards. For the most part, with clay with, with clay and fucking curry, dog. It's, it's, let's not get it twisted. He's playing point yeah. guard because they got they got to put somebody in that slot. They can't say shooting guard and shooting guard. Mm-hmm.
15: Yeah, but I, I feel you, like. Do you I agree? How, no, I I agree with you. Yeah, you have. To. I mean, it's like uh, what is it like Tim Duncan? You know he was center at heart, but they had they, they got him listed at power forward.
13: Stats. Nigga seven foot twelve. <laughs> <laughs>
15: Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying, but 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 I I, I think that you I don't know to me it just fits and, and that's and I like I said I could just be it could just be me I could just be hating I hate the Warriors I don't like the Warriors
13: I don't think um, it's hating I think the fact that, I think, I think what it is is to me he reminds me a lot of Allen Iverson the fact that how much he's affected and changed the game. But it's I think, hard for me. I can't, I I can't think, allow it. But I think a lot of people, a lot, many, not many more, more of us fell in love with Island Iverson because he was just so street. He was so hood. And I mean, it's just, you know, you just watch him play. It was just, it seemed he had a lot more heart than the dude that's just sitting outside three point on shooting three. You know what Man, I'm saying?
15: I, I, I hear you. I hear you. And I think this is what we're going to. This is what we're going to have. We're going to have to come up with a segment when I have to, like, hit you with that, a button or something now, because as much yeah,
13: as, as, much know, as much we would
15: Yeah, here's where we're going to be, like, fucking block nigga or some shit, you know, because I can't... I, however... However much I may not like Allen Iverson, I think you got to respect the fact that that man's a fucking walk-in why, Hall of why, Fame. Why, why do you hate Allen
13: Iverson? Right. Hey, no, no. I'm not hating him. No, no, no. Stephen Curry, will be, the hall, saying, Curry will be in the Hall of Fame, too.
15: But, but that's like, man, I'm saying, though, you cannot. Stephen Curry's been doing this shit for two years, dog, and I get it, but that's like me comparing fucking Steve Nash to Allen Iverson just because you want two fucking MVPs back-to-back, dog. Come on, man. Hold up, dog. It's, it's, Allen Iverson who? I, I mean, I, Steve, Steve Nash. Oh, okay, I guys, I don't
13: Just because he won two. Steve Nash to Ivan.
15: Well, that's, that's what I'm for? saying. He just won two fucking back-to-back MVPs, and he was a, a lighter skin shade. That's and, all was,
13: he was, dog. And he began hey, hey, to fact world champion. You that Who? That, 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 that Stephen Curry, Stephen Curry, world champion. One. One. Well, that's no, one, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give him the LeBron James. That's, that's I, one. I'm that's that's, him that's a, hey 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 hey. That's one more down. I'mma got. Man, that's one more. That's one more. So and, you guess who, and guess who's picked to win in 2017? Golden State Warrior. By who? Las Vegas. All right,
15: NBA is rigged. Shout out Aisha.
13: Come on, man. If if, if the NBA is rigged, that means OKC was in it. He Was in on the rigging too. Nah, bro. I'm just hating, bro. You know, I mean, I'm just, i just fucking around, though, man. I, but anyway, you, know, I hate what you're saying. I it's, just you. to, it
15: just hate, it's just hard for me. it just, just hard for me to swallow you comparing Stephen Curry, to Allen Iverson, bro. I well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm,
13: I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the. I'm talking about the way, as a dude who was playing a lot of basketball, AAU basketball, playing with dudes in college when I was playing football, playing with college basketball players to see the way Allen Iverson affected the game. That's what I'm talking about. The way Alan and I was everybody wanted to dribble, 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 dribble. You had niggas that could dribble circles around you and couldn't make a fucking layup. Now you got everybody they want to shoot threes and can't make a fucking layup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got dudes that will come. but we was playing 21 the other day. This white dude couldn't hit the side of the fucking backboard. but kept just jacking. And you would just like, you know what, just give him the lane. You start feeling bad for him. Nope, I'm gonna shoot him from half court. Like, what are you doing, man? What is what what Stephen Curry was yeah, And but it's but I'm saying I see I saw the same thing with Allen Iverson, who was just crossover, 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 layup, crossover, 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 you know, mid range jumper. And he didn't ha- he didn't he wasn't a great outside shooter by no means.
15: He became one though
13: he got a little older, but I would never say he was a great outside shooter. No,
15: I mean yeah, I mean I that. no argument.
13: You know what I'm saying? He can get to the basket and will. You know what I'm saying? But I, I wasn't saying they the same. I'm just saying they both had a very big effect on the game. The way the game is played, the way and and, and that's where you see it at the the base level. When you go to your little pickup games, your little your little afternoon, morning run, and you see these little niggas just jacking up three. Like, why? When you old for 10, why are you shooting well, three? Well,
15: okay, well, there you go. That's that's my point. I think that's that false. But, sense but, of all.
13: but I'm saying, but you saw the same thing on saying, You want to dribble for 90 minutes, and then your whole team sitting around watching. You get double-team, you get the ball stolen. and it's the same effect as you coming down the court jacking up a three. You dribble for yeah. 90 minutes, as a as a person that plays the big man wherever I go, I'm not about to cut through the rain and do all this picking and running and rolling just for your ass to dribble the ball 90 times and then throw up a mid-range jump shot. Anyway,
15: man, they, we, they both we, had we
13: they both had an effect on the game. That's all I was saying. We
15: spent a fucking thirty minutes on stealing curve, but I don't want to talk about this kid <laughs> Let's get back to LeBron James. Anyway, man, yeah, my hate, my hate was just, I was just hating because I, I spent money on his shoes and he left. I was, I was hating, him. but I mean, look, personally, I don't know him. I wish I did. You know, LeBron James had thirty pieces of silver. You know what I mean? Shout out. But uh, anyway, but no, I think, I think he's a really good person. I think, I think uh, as a human being, I think that that's what the, the NBA should strive for. You know what I mean? That should be. You know, I'm not saying the ideal, you know, player or, or prototypical family man or whatever, but, I mean, I think you mentioned it and my brothers mentioned it. It's like, look, look, LeBron James, he left Cleveland. He's done – his decisions have been scrutinized left and right, but the man doesn't stay – stays out of trouble. He, he – I mean, that, for, 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 that, that we know of. He doesn't – you know, he for, he's a family man – He's a, he's, a, he's a father. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, personally, I don't know how great he is at any of them, but the perception is, you know, is that it's, it's good. It's well put together. Right. And there's multiple times for that that um, shield to to crack. You know what I'm saying? We saw that with Stephen Curry. Granted, he had a, a, a bad two weeks, you know, with the whack-ass, your old, old shoes, white, low-top
13: you
15: not you not Tech. buying those you're not buy those <laughs> Get out of here shit, nah. anyway and he signed off on that shit then Aisha Curry comes out saying that the NBA is rigged then throws out the racial profile by by her dad or whatnot it might have been real might have been true whatever but you know you don't you don't hear you don't hear what was her name Savannah Savannah James say anything like that Wow. You saw you at the, at the presser. The, LeBron James' daughter was there. She probably was scared as hell. So she didn't move that much. The kids were well, out where they were. You know. hmm?
13: That's a lot of noise for a little girl that we haven't seen a lot of.
15: Yeah. So, I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, look, for all, for all things, I mean, basketball-wise, that guy's going to be a tough – you know, he, he's a great one. I mean, I'm enjoying watching him play, man. Honestly, I you know Game Seven the way they won, I, I think we were just straight stealing from them now Because if it was a pay per view bout, pay per view, I probably still would have bought all Game Seven games though. To be honest, I mean I really don't want that, but I would have stream smart. Shout out stream smart, yeah. Oh, hey, I, I
13: didn't I didn't watch Game of Thrones. That's how that's how much I want to watch. See, can't, the Kane win.
15: I'm not even on that Game of Thrones. It's just past me, bro. Just like Facebook. Pass me
13: Yeah, you can what? get on Game game throw you need to find a show we can watch so we can talk about something entertaining at least
15: orange really? is the new black
13: no nah, i don't watch that bullshit.
15: <laughs> nope bro, no, bro, watch man, he's a good he's a great player bro i mean and i like yeah. the fact that i have seen his game I, i've seen his game develop way from when he, when he first went to the first championship when he got swept by by San Antonio to his last championship, man, that's a major difference, bro. In two thousand seven, that's nine years ago, bro. Right in two thousand seven, that's a maybe, that's a big ass jump, bro. We were we were going from calling him fucking what were we calling him? Just like choker this, choker that. Doesn't want to be, the, doesn't want to do the right play. So now all of a sudden, like, he buckled down and he realized, like, yo, I'm going to be me whether – and I'm going to do me whether it goes well or not. Bro. At the end of the day, I'm just going to do the right play. Bro. And He did what he needed his team to do. He developed an inside game. He could go to it. He could tap into it
13: whenever he wants to.
15: He didn't shoot well from the three-point line this year, and he wasn't a, an
13: effective – he, But he's never been a great three-point shooter, though.
15: No, but, like, this year specifically, I think he focused more on passing and more interior, uh, mid-range, mid-range shooting, right. more than uh, outside perimeter. But, like, just seeing this man evolve his defense, I mean, it's still there. I mean, just even that effort, bro, just to block that shot from Stephen Curry, though. First of all, I knew he got the extra
13: motivation. Shit, fuck Curry. That, that, that block he had on Iggy, bro.
15: No. Wait, wait, wait. Iggy blocked the shit out of him, too, though. Let's not forget
13: that. No, Iggy didn't block him like that nigga blocked Iggy. He came from the fucking popcorn stand, dog, to block Iggy shot, I though. Think, I think he I think he might have been sitting on the bench, dog, and came off the bench and blocked Iggy shot. Because, <laughs> hey, bro, he was nowhere in the frame. When Iggy, yeah. was, taking, when Iggy was taking that one, two step to that layup, bro, I was just like, where... I was for sure Iggy was about to put them up by one. Or was it one or two? I can't remember. But, yeah, now he came, he, he came from getting some nachos about that next shot. Yeah,
15: no, it was, it was, it was good, man. I, I don't know. I, I never – what's your take on LeBron James? I mean, he won it for Cleveland.
13: Well, I ain't never – like I said, man, I, I mean, maybe it's because Kansas City doesn't have a home team, doesn't have a team, and it's just – I find myself rooting the players because I just can't get in on one team, and I don't know. I ain't never hated the dude, man. I hated a lot of the hate to these guys, and I think a lot of it has to do with. And we talked about it. A lot of racism. A lot of people hate to see a black athlete who's in such charge of his own destiny. You know what I'm saying? So, because who wouldn't want to leave their job and have people show up with cameras just to let you know I'm going to a better job. Who would raise money? It makes uh, money. money. What is it and like? Then, $2 million? Yeah, and then the money that I raise from announcing I'm going to a different job, I give back to kids who need it?
15: Yeah, that's like making I mean, money out of thin air, though. I mean, he literally made out of money.
13: I mean, money how, can, money. how can I hate that? And then on top of that, so I go down to Miami, I do what I, I mean, I didn't do, I didn't get it again and again and again, So at least I get y'all some range. I come back to Cleveland and then I even I give even what was it forty one million dollars to send kids to school? Yeah. And then yeah. On, top, on top of that, when he wore when he wore that I can't breathe shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm. As yeah. a black man as a black man who looks at these athletes, and ain't a whole lot of mouth that I can tell my kids to, yeah, that's a good person to be, that's a good person, role model, and and true, let me, let me caveat that by saying, they have no, I, ex, I don't expect them to raise my kids or to be that role model. That's my job, but it's just nice to to have someone to say to my son, you know, he's going to play college ball. You know, if he gets to the NBA cool, that's great, but to have someone to say, if you make it to that level, you need to be more like him. You know, you don't have Way more money than you need. You need know, to give some of that money to people who have way less than 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 they could ever have. Way less than you ever imagined. You know who are struggling, who can't got their fucking lights on. You know, so to have somebody like that in my lifetime, man, it for me to hate to dude like that.
15: Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I can't fuck. I mean, I can't even. I can't even go premium on the black guy who tips. <laughs> I
13: I mean, and you got Jordan, great, you know, great player. Oh, and, it, and it's his money, and we may not know what he did with his money. Yeah. It's not up to him to. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. We
15: have like several books of that that confirm the speculation of what he did with most of his money.
13: That confirm the speculation. That's speculation, man.
15: The specul, or- no, the confirm the speculation. In other words, they validated.
13: He may well, gamble, but, but I'm saying, but he also may get money that we don't know about. So I'm, I'm using that. I'm using that as a caveat. You know what I'm saying, but we don't know. We don't want to mislead the audience, though. Yeah, but I'm saying, but he does give off the air of being someone who is arrogant and ignorant to, you know, issues that involve people of color in their community. Well, LeBron James. Seems to be someone who is still remembers his roots, still remembers his background, still remembers that struggle that him and his mama had and yeah. gives back. Yeah.
15: I mean, I can't really hate on that because I, I mean sometimes I find it hard to to give back, man. And I and, and, and I know other players do it out there too, man. Let's let's not just yeah. we're playing LeBron James because the majority of the spotlight is on him.
13: Yeah. yeah, there's other players and other sports that do the same thing, but you're talking about LeBron James. So yeah, you're right. There's other players that do the same thing. There's other yeah. players that do the same thing with a lot less money on their contract, a lot less endorsement money. You know, yeah. you know, War Dunn been building houses for how many years? Yeah, for a while. Shout out FSU baby. Yeah. Woo! fuck like FSU. <laughs> You want to set it, bro, man. You don't want to set it, bro. You said more done. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah, man. I said more done. They say oh. Florida State University. <laughs> yeah, what's your Florida brother? State. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ortiga. Fucking raping ass for the state university. Ah,
15: here we go with this shit. Let me see. Let me guess. The all them all them boots, when that came out of the woodwork for from Missouri once they cross over to the SEC? is. Shit,
13: boosting the boosting and right too, the oh, think, bro.
15: I heard you guys are. I heard you guys are, are are getting an indoor facility now. Is that true?
13: We got, in, we got in the facility, We had indoor facility. The Big Twelve. Pepe.
15: No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, a practice indoor facility.
13: We had a practice indoor facility when I was there, Pippen, back in 1996.
15: Wow. Shout out, shout out to Mizzou now for having. We just got ours like two years ago.
13: Now they it may it may be upgrading that indoor facility. That's the thing. But we had an indoor we had indoor facility back
15: in '96, bro. Bro, you know, you know that you, you know the SEC money, bro. Hey, man, that we, shit.
13: We had turf and everything. Yeah, you
15: no, know, we uh, all right.
13: Florida State, man,
15: Florida, Florida State, we didn't have an indoor facility. We had, any, I mean, training facility. We had, you know, away from that shit. Yeah. But um, so they started. So they started. I think like two years ago. And they asked for money at the end of the season. By the beginning of the next season, that shit was already up and running now. And you can fucking tell me. Look, hey, I've been to Florida
13: State. I've been no, to – No, SC- no we talk about all the time. SEC money is, is – is yeah. Yeah, I got go that. Players need to be play-
15: These college players need to be paid, though. They hey, need but- –
13: Oh yeah, that's a, that's the topic for another day. I'm gonna get off in a little bit. I got the old lady came down here. It was like good night. Gave like me that look like just talking the bed.
15: Anyway, all right. So I'm gonna shut up now. Hey, shout out to the first archive. Hey, let's archive this episode. Bro. Let's let's do a recap like a year from now. A year and from now, high tech fucking. Equipment and shit. We, we got headsets and got
13: we, fucking. We going have, have a microphone and be fattened. That's all gonna happen.
15: I'll have a fucking phone back there. If the echo doesn't start, I'll have me a fucking mixer right here and shit. Man, we're gonna look at this shit. We're gonna be like, "What the fuck was
13: this?" Yeah. Hopefully, but all right, though, man. Hey, but, hey, good looking out, man. Thanks for making time and uh. Shit, I'm going to download this. I'm going to download it tonight and then work on it tomorrow. I'm about to go to bed. I signed up for the early shift tomorrow. so that mean more money?
15: No, me I mean, though. But I do work from home for tomorrow, though.
13: I know you work from home. That's why you be like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. Hey, you want to get on? Like, nigga, I'm going to bed. <laughs>
15: <laughs> but anyway, though, man. All right, man. You have a good night,
13: man. All right, man. All right to everybody out there. We're a podcast. We yeah. out.
8: Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter.
5: If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes.
2: Stay tuned and look forward to this and more coming up.
5: Audio Hub Preview. In the Game Changing Attorney podcast, you'll meet innovative market leaders from the legal industry and beyond, people who define what it means to be a true game changer. Subscribe to the Game Changing Attorney podcast today and get ready to take your firm to the next level.
3: Would you rather have wireless on the most reliable network nationwide or unlimited with 5G for $30 a month per line? You don't have to choose with Xfinity Mobile. Wireless so good it keeps one-upping itself. Most reliable based on Root's Metric U.S. report. Results vary. Not an endorsement. $30 per month per line when you get four lines.
7: This is the FCB Radio Network, home of the best personalities. And where real talk lives. Online at fcbradio.com. FCB. (laughs) Thank <laughs>
1: man jeff brown and you are tuning into another exciting episode of the jeff brown show and i got my friends with me uh you know i always got my dude with me my right hand my partner in crime reverend do right is with me well he is reverend do right today you know what i'm saying he's normally reverend do wrong but i ain't gonna do him like that today we got special guests so i ain't gonna do him like that you know what i'm saying mr liberty what's up man how you doing my friend What's up, man? How was your week? I saw you, I, I I was good, man. I saw you partying with the aristocrats this weekend. You know, big Little shout bit. out to uh yeah, big shout out to uh Colin Jackson and his lovely uh bride uh for they uh for their uh their uh, connection, their holy matrimony connection. Um we'll we'll have his uh his player players card funeral later on. You know what I'm saying? So uh <laughs> We'll talk about that later. But uh, he'll probably, uh, he, he going to probably kill me for saying that. But that's okay. He'll be all right. And um, I hope all is well. And then we got the legendary Mr. Belau. We call him you. Loud. You, you're doing some phenomenal work in the neighborhood, man, in our community, a large and a Uh You are the founder of MCO, which, short for Manco, man, that features some of the uh, local men here in our influencers in our city uh that's doing some great work and man you yourself are is an influencer man and one of the things i want to talk about is what inspires you to produce such a urbanized magazine but it's also um it, it also produces a lot of diversity like anybody can read it even though it seemed like it's geared to the black
5: community, but everybody can read it though. I mean, which is a dope concept. Talk talk to me about that. Right, well, first of all, brother, thank you for having me as a guest on the show. I know we've been talking about this for a minute and our schedule has been crazy, but we finally aligned and and we got it right. So I I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate what you're doing in the community as well. Uh, But just for a point of reference, it's called Code M. Uh, So the website is codemmagazine.com. And it came about as a result of my career as a Cleveland firefighter. I was proud to wear the uniform. I was proud to serve our city. Um, you know, people called us heroes, but it's just what we did when we went to work. We just wanted to save people's lives and make sure that we found people better than we you know, We left them better than we found them. And, you know, I was blessed to have a 33-year career. So I, I maxed out, per se, um, according to our uh, retirement package. And it just, you know, in the last seven years, I idea was called uh, EAP work, which is Employee Assistance Program. So I was director of EAP, and it really was a ministry for me. And, you know, with the, the tenets of EAP, there's three tenets of EAP. One is free second is voluntary, and the third is confidential. So my office was away from headquarters and, you know, I counseled uh, men and women in the public safety sector, black, white, Hispanic, and, um, you know, because I had to use EAP services at one time, I empathized with anyone that I talked to because at one point, I was on the other side of the desk, you know, And what I come to conclude was men are broken and especially men of color. Um, I've had many, you know, brothers in my office who, if you see them doing their jobs during the day out on the streets, you know, like I say, they're considered heroes, but in the confines of my office, I had brothers just breaking down, crying, just not knowing what to do with life, lost on some things, you know, just unsure of themselves and just, you know, just men just hurting. And I say men suffer in silence. So, you know, before I retired, I started looking around the media landscape and realized no one is speaking to men, especially men of color. And, and the caveat, Jeff, I say is, white's a color too, right? So when I say men of color, it's inclusive. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> and that was the beautiful part of Code M. Um, yes. Because it, it, it gives a, a vehicle to tell the story of men who have been broken that has been restored and it also gives uh it's a it's a it's a colorful testimony of the greatness that is in men uh like you and myself who has a story But right. it, it says to the guy who's struggling or the man who says, hey, man, is there hope for me? Yes, there is right. hope for you. Right. Because, hey, I've been through this. It may not be the same struggle, but right. I've been through right. something. I have a story. And right. if if I made it through and, and and God has showed me a way out, he can right. definitely show you a way out. And and that's what I, I love about uh, what you do, man. Uh, right. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Talk about experience. Talk about expansion. Is there any opportunity for the expansion of code there, man? Is there anything that, you know, you can see expanding it because I'm, now is it expanded beyond Ohio?
5: Oh, well, you know what, Jeff? I mean, to be honest, we're being we get sent out every month to over 30,000 emails. We're being read all over the country and we're being read at least 10 countries outside of the U.S., When we get the analytics back on Issue.com, it's showing us some of our readership. And, you know, we've been read in Ireland. We've been read in Spain. We've been read in Ghana, Morocco. You know, it's like, wow. (laughs) Um, But but to answer your question, when I first, I, I was challenged, I had the idea, and I was challenged to draw a vision board. Someone said, okay, this is your idea, then draw a vision board. So I got an old piece of tag board and I set in my den one day and I have my ruler and markers and you know ink pens and I just start drawing, I just start plotting out code M. And the company, the parent company is Cold Media Group. And underneath Code Media Group, we have different entities. Um, we have a nonprofit piece, the Code M Foundation, in which we already have our 501c3 designation. So we will be launching, we will be rolling that out within the next 60 days. Um, and from there, we have the publishing component, which is Cold M magazines rolled out underneath there. We have Cold M radio. We, we, um, we, um, we have a weekly radio show, such as what you're doing. We have different subject experts on every week. I have my host, I'm a producer, and our host, they take care of that component. Uh, we have our online cigars, in which you had a sample um we also have uh COVID-19 coming
1: out oh wait oh, oh, wait 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 i gotta talk about that <laughs> that cigar was amazing man uh, thank you i kind of I, I was wondering when
5: you were going to say something about it man <laughs> no, you, no, no, listen my apologies
1: my, my sincere apologies brother right uh, darvio you got to get a cigar from my man when i tell right. you it's probably one of the smoothest Cigars, yes, it's up there in my top
5: five. There you go. That's right. But I, I want to be in top two or three. But anyway, I'll take top five. I'll take top five. You know? <laughs> I'm, no, listen, listen, I'm cat, cat, so I get to <laughs> listen. I can't
1: wait to try Listen, when I say top five, be check this out yeah. aloud. I mean, it is very hard to impress me. Okay. So, okay. So you got to understand. I've tried them all. Right. Right. And I'm saying. Right.
4: For what you do and mm-hmm. your
5: product on that mm-hmm. side of it, bro. Mm-hmm. Thank you. you up there, and, man, it's a labor of love. I mean, and, and uh, what I, I try to talk, when we talk to them, I say we, my staff, when we sit down and put anything together, we give it our all. Um, there's a saying that I just read, matter of fact, it's in April's issue of the magazine I mean, the demand codes is about excellence. And then, as a saying, by – let me let me read it because I want to make sure I get it right. So this is a new issue, right here with Brother Luis Pernell on it. You know, Luis this brother Luis, Luis is killing the game, man. We are so honored that he let us show him in a different light. You know, um, yeah. all of the all the pictures that he's ever taken publicly have been in suit and tie. So yeah. you know, we we came. To, to show a more well-rounded, a more humane, more down-the-earth brother that's still doing incredible work. Anyway, getting back to this, getting back to this quote. Uh, this is the page that is on, and this is about excellence. So the quote says, perfection is not attainable, but if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. And that's the premise. That's the premise of everything we do in uh, with Code M is everything that we do, it represents our brand. You know? So everything that we do, we we got the odds, we cross the T's, and we give it the best that we can on that particular day. You know, next year it might be better than today, but today this is the best product that we can put out. So the main thing is having a continuity with everything that we that that, that has called in wanted we making sure it's the best thing that we can do at that particular point in
1: time man you know I, I i love what you say with that man and you know here's the thing i tell people all the time we're not talking about perfection we're talking about progress
4: Correct. And exactly when, yep
1: when yep. you stop progressing then
4: that's where we we miss the perfection, and it's exactly. not
1: being perfect, It's no. being able to grow in the pro in, in the process, and, right. and, and in the process you have to see progression, man. So listen, brother, don't go nowhere. We'll be right back with my man i Akram, and we'll be right back. He cold in the building. We'll be right back, man. I can I love it. I love it. I love it. I gotta okay, we'll get a cigar. I'll be right back.
0: There are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration Event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And right now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo E4x2. Don't miss this great offer. Hurry into the Jeep Celebration Event today. Financing for well-qualified buyers to Crestor capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 5 Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC.
4: This is the Jeff Brown Show.
1: Okay, we back. We're back. Listen, man. We on the we on the line. We on my, with my man, Mr. B himself from uh M Code. Code M. I'm sorry, code M. Code. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I said M Code. You know what? Why you know why I think about M Code? Because some of these brothers be violating the man code, man. They do, exactly. You're right, bro. You're man, right. What's up with that, man? We got, <laughs> hey man, you gotta call these brothers out on your magazine too, man. We can't have code M. No, brother. About, hey,
9: we, we, we don't want to call them out. We just want to give them another example to look at, to, to emulate. That's all, you know? Okay, all right, dude. Well, I'm going to call and them so out, they, man. Listen, Each one, teach one. Each one can reach one. So we, we got to you know, teach
1: one, you know? You, 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 know I'm, you know, I'm blessed to have some of the most prominent people like yourself on my show, man. Um, uh, former Senator Nina Turner, man. She told me, she said, Jeff. I love your platform. I said. I I know people always say I'm calling out people too much. I be shaking up things. You say, shake them up. Shake them up. So, (laughs) hey, (laughs) you can take the diplomatic way. I'm going to shake them up, man. My my big sister told me to shake them up. So it's all good. Where do you see this platform in the next three to five years, man? What's next?
9: What's next for you? Wow. Well, it's it's funny. Um, I've had some some very interesting conversations in the last couple of weeks um, about taking the, the, the CodeM platform to a national level. When I say national, meaning being supported by national advertising. We um, you know we we're looking at documentaries. Um, we, we were re- just reviewing a, a movie script someone brought to us. Uh, we're gonna start doing CodeM conversations where we're going to just have talks for men. I to, it's going to be like a TED talk for men. Um, right. So, I mean, my, my whole thing is just to be, I, I want to create a platform for men just to, to, to see themselves, to realize they're not alone, to realize the issues they're dealing with are real and that there's real help uh, for men to become accountable to each other, to realize that if we come alongside each other and support each other, can't, can't nobody stop us? Can't nobody. And, and and as men go, so does our communities. And you see, they taking men out of the communities, and now the communities, the families are breaking down because there are no men in there.
1: I like what you say there, man. Because here's the thing, man. I tell people all the time. Um, uh, first things first. You're right. We have to restore men in their rightful place. Yes, they have to mm-hmm. be. They, they you. Are, God created us to be the head of our households. Yes. Correct. And that that not to be tyrants, but to be leaders mm-hmm. that, are, that, that have a sense of wholeness, a sense mm-hmm. of spirituality, but also uh, a, a sense of commonality, making sure that we can touch and be tangible with our family and loved ones, man. And one right. of the things I tell, I tell brothers all the time, first, forgive yourself. First right. of all, if you can, depending on what your faith is, receive forgiveness from God or whoever yes. the, the creator is to you. Then yes. forgive yourself right? right. And, right. Then, and then be able to uh, uh, receive, to, to ask people for forgiveness that you may right. have, cost right. or whatever, and you're not going to be able to, to, to get forgiveness in every situation that was right. messed up in your life, right? right. So I tell right. people all the time, man, do what you can to the best of your ability and then learn to heal and move on so that way, now you can begin to move in the place of destiny that you're supposed to be in, man. And I think Absolutely. that um, if if we learn that, right, and that helped me. Right. You know, people talk about well, Jeff, you do all this stuff in the community. Well I had to learn that first before I could have even tapped into right. what God had already put inside for me to do as right. you know as a as a community leader, as a as an activist or 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 radio host and all that. All this it, it don't happen until I love myself first. And, right, absolutely, um, and, and, and that's what I appreciate about your platform because it teaches us as men to see the value within ourselves, man. And so exactly. I applaud you, you thank know, you, uh, as this interview is short-lived, man, uh, for giving men a space to love on ourselves and yep. to be, uh, to encourage one another, man. So thank you for having this vision that allows for us uh, to be relevant, to be uh, each other's strength. But at the yeah. same time, man, it teaches us how to love ourselves, man. Hey, listen, man. How do people connect with you? How do people, you know,
9: get the uh, get the magazine, man, and support you, man? Well, let's. Uh, it's easy. Just go to um, codemmagazine.com. dot So there is two Ms in there. codemmagazine.com. M. Then the word magazine.com. You can go on and subscribe. And it's free to subscribe right now. We're just trying to build our numbers up. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, uh, Code M magazine. You can follow us on IG. I think it's code underscore M. Uh, so yeah, we're out there, we're posting social media constantly. And you know, the, the mission to code M is to transform the lives of men by addressing the emotional, financial, physical psychological and spiritual wellness so those five components everything that we do is built on those five components so you know yeah. if people you know there's there's uh info info at codemmagazine.com if you have stories that you want us, that you want us to cover if you write we're always looking for writers so my whole thing is you know it's not about me my whole thing is to, to let others shine because if they shine i'm gonna shine and I'm not worried about my life. The Lord has got me. He's always taking care of me. And he's just using me as an instrument to help his people, and to help my brothers and sisters.
1: Hey, man, hey, I I, I'm, I don't know how far I'm going to say this. I know we got to go. But I think you are the new generation calling post, man.
9: <laughs> now we're gonna be better than the calling Post.
1: <laughs> what, what I'm saying, what, what I'm saying so is, be you definitely a, a trusted yeah.
9: media source for our community. That's the key. That's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying yes. is, even though it has
1: been a staple in the community, what you have yes. now is so relevant. Is so yes. now. Yes. It's it's amazing, man. And I can again, you. I applaud you for your work in our community. Who knows, man? Y'all might even see my picture somewhere and, and, and call hey, in. Hey. man, who knows, man? Who knows, let's, man? Let's make know, it man. happen,
4: brother. Let's make it
1: happen. <laughs> but thanks, Jeff. Everybody I see. Run, <laughs> Peace and blessings to you, man. Thank you so Appreciate much. Hey y'all, my man. Call them in, in the building. We love you, brother. Talk to you soon. You back, we'll be right baby. back.
9: All right, man. Yes sir. We'll be right back with more
0: of the Jeff Brown show. There are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration Event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And right now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo E 4x2. Don't miss this great offer. Hurry into the Jeep Celebration Event today financing for well-qualified buyers to crest capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 5 2 Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC
4: This is the Jeff Brown Show. We're
1: back, we're back, man. Listen, I always love these shows, man, because it got gives us an opportunity to feature um, some of the most up-and-coming, gifted business owners, business moguls, uh, and, you know, with our platform, Garvio, we have an opportunity to share that with the world, our listening audience, and um, I'm happy about that, you know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. He's doing a lot of good work. Yeah, man, yeah. and You know, I want to get to some hot topics, man. Uh, it's interesting, man. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, DJ Invy from The Breakfast Club, he and his wife, uh, uh, Gia, uh, she said that for 10 years, man, and she was faking an orgasm.
2: I think that's very interesting. Here's the problem that I have with that, Jeff. Why, why do a lot of today's women feel like they gotta put their man's business all out in the street like that. I don't under, I don't understand. Hey, like, man. did in an interview, bro, on, to the whole world.
1: Well hell man, he didn't have no problem with it. You know, See, he had no problem with it. He married her, so evidently, you know, uh, you it, know? Just, it just feels yeah. like
13: it
2: feels like there's a lot of Jadaism going on around here, man. Man. Like,
13: listen <laughs>
1: Listen. Let me tell you what I'm. Here, here's what's happening, man. You probably, you probably may agree with me. You may not. And I wish we had Sassy on. This is one of the moments I wish we had Sassy on, right? Or Coco Brown, right? Here's what I'm seeing man. Jada Pickett has given these women a voice.
4: <laughs> the Entanglement
1: <laughs> has
2: changed the game. I agree. I agree. It's changed the game, man. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing.
1: Now, to my knowledge, ain't no woman never affected orgasm with me, and I'm like, Rick, and I'm like, and I'm like, Rick Ross, you feel me? You know, there's, there's a lot of splashing going on that causes the smoke detectors to go off, the fire alarm to go off. Okay, so. I ain't, you know, I ain't having no, I just ain't, you know, it'd be hard for me to believe that that's fake, you understand what I'm saying, you know, <laughs> and, um, and for the brothers that probably don't know, you know, with you and your woman, if she's faking or not, you know, uh, I don't know what to tell you, you know, why would, um, she, why would she say that in public though, bro? Hey man, listen, she told the truth, man, right? you know, hey, <laughs>
4: <laughs> so some things that just
1: better left unsaid, man. Yeah, man, because you know now people look at that DJ and be like, man, right, you ain't right, putting it right, down, there. man.
2: Like, yeah, man. Like, man, you ain't putting it yeah, down, well, man. Yeah, hey, you, 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 know, ain't... you know, And you know how some brothers is. There's going to be some dudes trying to shoot their shot off
13: of that.
1: Listen, man. Hey. <laughs> I almost shot my shot. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <You> stupid. <dude. laughs> Trying to shoot a DM to it. Like, what's up?
4: <laughs> you cool? <laughs> you straight? <laughs> I'm just it's all checking. Good. All just checking. I'm doing a
1: wellness check. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a wellness
2: check. You stupid. Uh,
1: yeah, well, you know, something they need that. DJ, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I, yeah, that's, just, uh, that's just that's just that's rough. That's just rough, man. Yeah. But uh, big shout out to DJ Envy for being able to, uh, <laughs> I guess, uh, you know. Be open about that, you know, and uh, be honest about that and have a, a, a open conversation about that, you know. Um, right. They got a lot of kids, so, you know, so I guess, you know, so I guess something is happening. Something
6: must have worked.
1: Right. You know, so, you know, it's just one of those things. Uh, big shout out to my man, J. Anthony Brown who uh announced his retirement from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, he's been a guest on the oh, show So uh, big friend shout friend out of to the him. show,
13: yeah.
1: Friend of the show. Yeah, big shout out to him. Uh also to um I want to talk about, you know, there was a I don't know it was a, there, she there he came out and rebutted it, I believe, um based on some articles I read, but there was a a, a rumor reported that Jada was looking to uh divorce Will after the slap where she would get half of uh 350 million of his uh net earnings. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's true, but I've heard that too. Yeah, I've heard that too. I don't know if it's true. But you know what, man? If I will, I, I just go and get somebody
4: else. <laughs> Cut
2: your losses and call it a day, well, I'll that. give her 25 million. I'll give her 25 million as a walk. Here's here's the thing. And when you in California, because mm. they live in California, because of the way that their divorce laws are set up, she get mm. half off top.
1: Yeah, well, I guess it's cheaper to keep.
2: <laughs> but I guess, but I you know what though? At some, at what point though do you say, "All right, this just ain't worth the headache no more."
1: Well, one hundred seventy-five million dollar headache is is is, is, is <laughs> I can take that headache.
2: Hell,
1: I, you know, I I can take that 175 million. Sheesh.
2: Yeah. That's a that's a
1: I, I, I can I that's the, yeah, I'm 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 feeling some type of way of thinking about Because, you know I I I would be damned if I give up my little fortune for uh for 170. Oh, uh-uh, 175 million?
2: That's a lot, brother. It is, but yeah. How much is your... Here's Sassy. Here comes Sassy. Let's bring her in real quick. We got a couple minutes left, but let me ask you real quick. How much is your piece worth, brother? How much is my wife worth? Is your piece. My piece? Oh,
1: man. I just have to give me some on the side, man.
10: (laughs)
2: Hey, Sassy. Hey, we was just talking about you. We're live right now. Let me get my... my, um, yeah, we're live right now.
10: Yeah, watch so watch them out. But
2: yeah, we wanted to, Jeff wanted to, wanted to get your opinion on this wait, topic what that we're just talking about. So, go ahead, Jeff. So, uh, Stassi, we're, we're
1: talking about, we're talking about, we're talking about the, um, to ask her
2: about a DJ.
1: Uh, yeah, we're talking about, oh, DJ, yeah, DJ Indy yeah. and his woman, Gia. Uh, she said that she faked the orgasm for 10 years.
10: Wait, 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 wait. Hold on one second. Hold on. Hold on. Because <laughs> oh, I'm trying to, I um you. I was going to use my wireless Bluetooth because I'm in the car. I really have to oh. stop so fast. Uh, well, yeah. whatever yeah, do, yeah, whatever yeah,
2: well, whatever you do, whatever you do, don't do nothing else because you sound perfect. Oh,
10: no, I'm serious. Real. I wasn't on move. I'm going to see still for a minute. Yeah, well, you okay. only got a couple
1: more minutes before the show is over with.
2: Right, and we and we are still live, so still watching. Yeah, we are still live.
10: I love you. I'm so sorry. Thank you for inviting me. What are we talking about? Y'all let me in in the middle. Hey, y'all, yes, I, that's why I the beautiful queen I'm still celebrating my birthday. <laughs> oh, I kept I trying to tell you, yes, happy belated
2: birthday, baby! You're
10: happy Thank birthday! Thank you so much. Yeah, happy belated birthday too. I know y'all seen how beautiful I looked on my birthday. Thank you. Birthday. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> saw what you look like on your birthday. Yes, I did you have like, cats. You going. you were
1: like you yeah you like you was about to uh, do a, do a cougar move on somebody.
10: Yes, because <laughs> I was definitely rocking the cat cats.
1: <laughs> yeah you was ready you was ready you was ready You
2: ask her ask her jeff we were talking about dj envy go ahead jeff
10: uh oh okay what's yeah you know
1: his, his, his wife said is uh she's been yeah. taking that orgasm for about 10 years you know what i'm saying right
10: right
1: um uh how many orgasms have you faked
10: oh that was not the question (laughs) that was so not the question let me say this I don't know if y'all seen his response on the breakfast club but he said because they had been together at such a young age that they he felt that they didn't know what they were doing in the beginning so you know they was kind of just filling each other out so he felt like that was the time she was facing years he doesn't fake anymore. They had been together since they was like fifteen or sixteen.
4: That's, That's ten, ten years. years.
10: But ten now,
2: years. The issue
10: that I got with it, Sassy. The issue that I have with
2: it is I don't even think we should be having this conversation. Like, why? Why did
10: she feel yeah.
2: this, this shit, no he she me? This your
10: husband? No She called me disrespectful, Jada, on him because I feel like that should have never. You know that he's. Uh, in the public, eye, and whatever you say and whatever you do was just gonna go viral immediately. Yeah, we, cause I'm in her, I'm
1: in her <laughs> well, DM he this week. Forget it, I'm in her, I'm in her DM this
10: week. He said he's putting it down now though
4: that's what he
1: said he gotta say that <laughs> I don't
10: I have to say this I don't know why she said that and me personally I would not stay with somebody if I had to fake an orgasm for 10 years no I have not faked the orgasm for 10 years absolutely not have you ever faked
2: one at all this is not hey, hey y'all you get, you're
8: not I, gonna I, get I've us cancer like, I've, I've never. never
1: done. Done. Huh? I, I won't the do. So so we, so hold on, Sassy. Before we go, Real it so in, Jeff. Real it in. Did you <laughs> did did you let them know that that did you let the person know? Were you honest?
10: Yeah, I will let you know that I did not like it and I didn't <laughs> enjoy <anymore>. my
2: <laughs> Okay,
1: time
10: right, well. to close. All myself.
1: right,
2: dude. Okay,
1: there you have it. <laughs>
10: What you know, w? but I know y'all gotta go
1: I, I
2: learned I learned that Jeff is in DJ MV white DMs right now <laughs> damn it you're right
10: <laughs> <laughs> that I, a, I, a theory real quick that said men with bellies go longer in the bedroom than with men with no bellies
1: well guess what that's not a theory that's fact
10: <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> but, and oh. that's what we learned today that we pro- that my that he proved the theory true. <laughs> that is true. Oh that is God. true. So that's what we learned today. If you got a belly as a man, you are. Hey, listen. If you are if you are a man with the belly, you are a sex machine. That's what we learned today. <laughs> And, and, and you don't have to worry about having DJ envy moments for ten years. So let's uh,
10: oh my gosh!
1: And we also learned that uh, today we was graced with one of the most beautiful women in the world, Miss Sassy. stopped by. Was always welcome to come by the show and lend her input anytime. And uh, make sure you guys go follow her as well. Make sure you guys follow Darvio. Also go, su- also go subscribe to the show uh, on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or uh, wherever you get your podcast on your favorite listening device. And big shout-out to Hits90.3 uh, in Kansas. And also big shout-out to Sacramento, uh, Rhythm 105.9. All our listeners out there, we appreciate all your support and love. Big shout out to everyone who continues to support, support this platform and abroad. Listen, this has been another exciting episode of the Jeff Brown Show. Y'all, let me stop lying out there. Tell the truth. We'll see you next time. Put y'all lines up. Love y'all. We got
4: to get out of here. <laughs>
3: Welcome to the, Jeff Brown Show. the FCB Radio Network. First-class broadcasting worldwide.
0: There are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration Event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And right now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo E 4x2. Don't miss this great offer. Hurry into the Jeep Celebration Event today. Financing for qualified buyers through Crestor Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 5 Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC.
5: This episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. Get inspired
0: Monday and Friday right here on your favorite inspirational show. And don't forget about that Friday praise break. Get inspired through encouraging words, special guests, and the inspirational moment where you, the listener,
1: get a chance to be on air.